that awesome bass line that you wrote. You should cut it in right there where I say that awesome bass line that you wrote. Hello out there. Hello world. Hey. Hey Dan. Hey. Hi Kev. What's going on man? You know, just just sitting around the house thinking about things to do, watching some football, con- thinking to myself, yeah. man, I wish there was a band that could that played, you know, single albums as long as it takes for or like single shows as long as it takes for a football game to to just get done because I can't stand <laughs> the announcers. And you made a discovery. Yeah, it's now. this this group called I think it was Finnish from Vermont. It's a state yeah. in the United States. Um uh, I've only listened to the one thing though, so you know I'm not exactly sure if it's all like this or if it's just this one thing. Well, <laughs> that's great that you made that discovery because that's exactly the band we're about to do a podcast about. Except wow. that, according to I did do some research for this, and it says that the okay. band's name is Fish with a PH, and they're actually oh. from. Or you did say they're from Vermont. They're from Burlington. Vermont. Yes. Yes. Yep. Oh, okay, Burlington. I wasn't sure if that yeah. was still in Vermont, actually. <laughs> the People's Republic of Burlington. <laughs> uh, yes, we are back. Thank goodness. And we should say um, Happy New Year because this podcast is going to go up in 2023. So uh, it's not the new year yet. So maybe we're hedging our bets, you know, but uh, hopefully we get there. We're. It's more than likely we'll at least get to the 1st of January. After that, yeah, I'm not putting any money on that, especially the way NFL betting has gone this year. I can't, I wouldn't dare touch those kind of odds. Anything um, is possible! <laughs> we are back to talk about the fish from Burlington, Vermont, playing mm-hmm. a show that took place in 2018. It's, I think it's actually apropos, Dan. That we are discussing this show heading into a new year and in some ways maybe at least we're still in this uh, phase of looking back at the old at the old times um, yeah. of 2022 because I thought about different ideas for this opening segment um, and one of them maybe we inadvertently did in our phone call before <laughs> the recording, <laughs> which is always the best podcast we do or the ones that you and I yes. hear, but that's, you know. That's part of the charm. But I wanted to bring up the uh, idea of uh, fish as it was in the in the year of 2022. And I wanted to ask you about this because to say that this is some kind of controversy or ongoing thing in the fish community, I think would be too strong. You know, generally, there's a little bit of overreaction with certain things online and whatnot. But let me just frame it to you this way i i feel and and partially maybe this is my own sort of projection and whatever but i do feel like there's been kind of a not negative that's too far but sort of a tepid reaction to fish in this year and even in some ways since they've come back from covid uh you know the covid unintentional hiatus in uh you know 2021 and i just wanted to ask you um about this because i have a theory as to potentially why something like this 
might be happening. Like, for example, you know, fish.net ratings are the, I think I've mentioned before, take them with the, you know, take them with a mine of salt, a grain. It's not <laughs> enough, but yes. Uh, nevertheless, have kind of been, uh, have been lower recently over these past couple of years. And it seems like even the reactions to the shows that were, in my opinion, pretty great shows feel like yes. they kind of come and go now in a way that hasn't happened before. So I was curious about your reactions. We can kind of break down different channels sure. on this discussion, but uh, what are your reactions to the past couple of years of Fish? So I think that Fish, as you know, now and uh, the last couple of years, 2019 might be my favorite year, um, as I've said. And the year that we're discussing today, 2018, I think has a lot of great stuff, including one of the shows that we were at, which I believe was yeah. the 29th, right? Was the No Quarter and Tweezer, Death on Her Very, Very Long, and Wolfman's Party show. I feel like that was great, but I, and I do agree that people seem to be not souring on fish, but getting a little tepid about that. And I don't know if my opinion would be... I mean, I have my own theory as to why maybe people are moving away from fish and i yeah think well go wrong. for it because i because i have okay. my own theory but what's what's your what's what what do you think is going on with this well i don't like to cast dispersions against other bands because i like other bands i like a lot of bands but i think a lot of people are for some reason going towards the band goose um <laughs> I, was I don't like, get it potentially going to try to ignore this I, as an idea anyway but uh <laughs> you know what we're we're already here all right yeah go for it I mean, like, so one of the things that I keep hearing from people who are into Goose is about, like, fish in the 90s, and I don't know what they're listening to because Goose does, in my opinion, not play like fish did in the 90s. It's not like they're super fast or anything like that. I mean, I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, I, Goose is cool. Goose is fine. They're just not my favorite, and I don't prefer them to fish. I've listened to them, and, uh, you know, it's cool. Um, but I I would rather listen to J-Rad. Personally, and um, I would Same rather listen here. to fish than neither of those things. <laughs> yes, yeah, um, agreed on both on on all fronts. I guess. Um, <laughs> okay, the goose thing is a separate discussion. I guess I'll yeah. summarize it in this way: for my own personal tastes, you know, when whenever there's a comparison with like younger jam bands and 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 older jam bands, there's this very tempting argument where it's like, well. You know, you're saying the same stuff about Goose that Deadheads were saying in 1992, and in some ways right. you can go, yeah, I get. But here's 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 my immediate counter argument. It's like, okay, except there's one huge glaring thing, which is that like Goose now is trying to sound like Fish now. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas and yeah, the fit yeah. like Fish in 1992 was not trying to sound like the Grateful Dead in 1992. So, uh, you know, and and that's like kind of the end of that argument if there's one thing like if there's a band that's kind of maybe <laughs> skewing this direction that's interesting it might be king gizzard and the lizard wizard because they really started yeah. as a different band and they're like pivoting to being a jam band that's a lot more fish adjacent to me uh yeah. and trey recently called them the best band working so obviously he's a fan yeah. and he's been spotted at multiple shows so he also like go likes goose and all that but i'm just saying like uh that reminds me a lot more of the trajectory of that than goose does but yeah we don't we're not here to like 
shade Goose. If Goose is like, no, there's a possibility Goose is my favorite band in five years, and I'm still open to that. You know what I mean? I'm give. Uh, I just don't like this idea of it being like we have to make some decision right now about Goose. I, it's fine. Yes. Let them do their thing. I, I'm yeah, not super into fine. it right now, but they're a young band still, right? They formed in like 2016. I want to say something like that. So, you know, they're still they're still feeling themselves out. That that's fine. The fish, the, the my theory about what's going on is not actually about other bands. I think what actually that might be part of it, like just fatigue of people being a little bit more uh, the critical uh, consensus around fish and jam bands, I think in general, has changed a little bit since fairly well. So there's a little bit more critical awareness of them now. And that does bring sort of more skepticism from like the critical world and stuff like that uh and and that might kind of move the needle towards like a little bit more new music in a way uh where you know just the idea of uh music critics actually hearing the same you know hearing tweezer over and over again there might be a certain kind of music critic who's now just burning out on that based on sort of how long they've been into the band that's one part of it but i also think that the i have a suspicion that's what's happening is that (laughs) and this is like the most sort of uh based opinion i could possibly have but like i almost think that they're the consistency and quality of what they're doing now is so high that it's becoming harder and harder to distinguish different things from themselves if that makes sense yeah and i think i mean yeah they they like they don't really miss especially in jamming like there's no yeah you know they might flub once in a while they might flub the composed section of songs but like there's no they they don't miss when they're jamming it's all perfect it's all beautiful right the jamming is actually specifically what i mean too because i think it's sort of like okay like for example when i i thought about this as an opening topic and i was like well what what could i use an example so i went to like a random i don't even remember which one it was I went to a random version of down with disease that they played this past year. And as I was listening to it, I was just thinking, and I know this sounds hyperbolic, but I really think it's true. Like this, if they had played, like we first saw them in 2011, right? There he is. If they had played this version of Down With Disease in 2011, not only would it be considered one of the best jams they played all year, but it would be seen as this like transcendent, important like thing that happened in their career. And now it's like a version of the song, like nobody even really remembers. And I think that kind of speaks to what is maybe going on. And I know that I'm basically saying like fish in 2022, are they too good? (laughs) Find out tonight after the, after the game, you know, it's a little bit of a weird like thing to bring up, but I kind of actually think that might be what it is. And when I hear stuff to tie it in with your point, when I hear stuff like goose and stuff like that, I hear jamming that is actually pretty similar to like what is good type one jamming for fish yes, on new songs. And I think people who are maybe more inclined to uh, just want to hear new songs and new different types of things are just kind of grasping onto this as like a new different thing as opposed to, uh, you know, it is hard in some ways, I think, for a large community of people to be able to sort of distinguish different versions of, you know, say tweezer hint, hint, uh, <laughs> spoiler alert, uh, or, or something that, you know, hearing t- 19 different versions of something versus hearing, you know, uh, a whole new album by a new indie rock artist. And it, it, there's a certain type of person now, I think into fish and into these things who came from the indie rock world, who's kind of like, used to that as being like i'm now getting sick of this one thing so i'm moving on to something else and i think 
that might just be because we're kind of like spoiled with the fact that they can just do 20 minute jams like it's nothing and and you and i both yeah. came from the period where that was still like a super rare thing so right. i think it's like if we're in this weird pocket where like if you were into fish in the 90s you can be like the jaded vet like ah they were better than whatever because i was younger and <laughs> and but you know and they were also different take, and stuff but, i could eat but way, that, i could eat way more candy at the shows and it was <laughs> crazy i had one of those bags get at the mall those <laughs> big giant clear plastic <laughs> bags of candy that was like not good for uh, my my development as a, as a child uh but <laughs> buying bulk candy and bringing it in you know the yeah. tootsie rolls that were all the different flavors vanilla <laughs> the, ones. the orange ones and the green the, ones the off-brand Tootsie Rolls that you could only get at like certain <laughs> times of the year. But yeah, uh, you know, you can be like, oh, when I saw them in the 90s, they were different. And yeah, of course, that you were you were younger, they were younger. We've talked about, we just did a 91 episode. We, you know, we kind of delved into that. And then there's like people who are kind of coming in, I think after, or, like Fairly Well and after, who they had like Fairly Well and Baker's Dozen and all of this stuff. And now it's like, oh, this just isn't living up to what it used to be. And then there's people like us who got into them like, in the early part of the comeback who were like, you know, this is 10 times better than what they were doing. <laughs> like Seriously. there's great shows. There's great shows from back then, obviously, but yeah, uh, do, the drop. do the Darian, drop. do the drop. Da -da -da Darian. Uh, but, but you know, consistency and quality was, I mean, I remember being on fish.net when people were talking about the element set yeah. from Chicago, yeah. like as yep. being like a big thing. That's something nobody even remembers happened anymore. I don't know. It's sort of a weird, <laughs> it's, a, it's such an interesting problem too, because like, you know, the popularity of the band is definitely not going down, but for some reason there's this sort of uh, critical, that's not the right term, sort of fan base slash critical sort of feeling of like, I don't know, just something that just doesn't seem to me to be actually happening. It's almost like this perception based on, yeah. external factors so know? i actually think i can throw in on that a little bit more i i feel like the evolution of those years from 2017 till now was like so um i feel like it was just so drastic that you know people are expecting like another it, it like movement yeah. where and it's just like it's like you know they're not it's not like fish has peaked i would never ever say that because they're Trey is a freaking mad genius and he's going to figure out some way to make them do things differently. But I, I, it's like, you know, the uh, just everything about how tight they keep, they just keep getting tighter. And it's just like instead of it moving into a different um, like uh, style, how like 2017 to now, it's like you were saying with the, they can just bust out a 20 minute jam and it's literally nothing to them. You know, it's just a it's a normal show apparently yeah. just a 20 minute jam in the second set where i feel like 2017 that was just kind of starting to become more a thing and then it just now how how easy it is for them and stuff i think people are taking it for granted yes yeah i think um the the word tighter is tough whenever you say they're getting tighter Twite now on. i mean i kind of understand what you mean but it's also one of those where the definition of that is a little shifting. yeah i, I just I, I just mean the jams of course yeah, right. Yeah. And and even with that, some people would be like, Well, they were super tight in nineteen ninety four. But I would know be what wrong. you mean. <laughs> and the um the, their singing has gotten better. That's another thing that I will always maintain. Their singing is really good. That's also something that I don't know 
if that's super relevant to a lot of fish fans related to their best years. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard anybody be like, 1993 is the best. That you got to hear Trey sing. <laughs> that's not really part of it. Um, but I agree with you. Yeah, I, I yeah, I think that's it. And when you, what you keyed in on there was like, they're not going through this evolution, right? Right. Like it's not like it's not like you see, um, you know, the band in two thousand and nine, and the band in twenty fifteen is just they've made so many different changes. There's so many new songs. There's, and obviously there's still those things, but I do think, in some ways, I do think they've kind of perfected a certain type of sound that they can acquire now, and maybe that's part of what we're talking about. That was kind of my my idea about you know going into this twenty twenty three and kind of looking back, and I guess my uh, my hope for the new year is that. Uh, Everybody can just shut up and start loving fish again and just forget about whatever this bullshit yes. is because I, I don't understand it at all. Like the fact that they played like that Soul Planet that went for like 40 minutes or whatever in 2021, yeah, and nobody come, cares. Yeah, and then people, yeah. It's just, like it's just so weird to me. Like ugh. Tahoe Tweezer was like a month long event online and now it's just like nobody even cares. <laughs> Nobody's bringing stuff up. And, <laughs> and I, it wasn't I, even I as good as some of these things. And I do think that yeah, and like ta- like they've like they played many jams this year that I prefer to Tahoe Tweezer. So maybe yes. it's also, but again, it, this is one of those things too. I also wonder about, um, like people will talk about 1997. They'll go, well, that was it. Like 1997 is amazing. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's amazing. It's a bellwether moment for the band. I could say a million things, but it's you're not fine. listening to every single show directly in a row within the you know. You can't go. It's the same thing with music where people go, man, 1972 music was so great. No, it wasn't. I swear to God, no, it wasn't. Go back and look. Yes, obviously there was fucking Dark Side of the Moon. There was there was Led Zeppelin four. There was all the stuff you love. Go back and look at the charts. Go back and like go back and look. It was the right. Captain and Tennille. It was all this bullshit. You know, exactly. well, actually, I like that song, but it, it, it was all this shit. Also, Fish Connections, the song that that balloon girl's dancing to in the uh, 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 Bittersweet Motel movie, but that's not important right now. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> but, but I'm saying go back go back and listen to, like, go back and look at those charts and tell me how great music was in 1974. It was terrible. There was a bunch of really terrible shit. So I think right. it's like this sort of, like, this recency bias of, like, or whatever the opposite of recency bias is, recency hatred, where you just have this thing where it's like, um, and, and there's a lot of people who got into fish like within the past three or four years. And that's awesome. But it's also this weird thing where it's like, yeah, you didn't have to sit through 2012. You actually don't know what that was. There were some rough moments in there. Like, it's great. There were great moments. But there was also show shows. There were whole weeks of shows where you were just like, yeah, nothing really came of that. And I just think now um, it's not the same, you know, and that's because the band is performing on a high level and they're like getting sort of weirdly punished for that that's i don't know that's that's kind of my hot take coming out of this episode coming in hot coming in hot i like it though you know 2023 this is like it's all hot takes on this year it's gonna be for the ones that aren't (laughs) it's gonna be i i think 2023 is shaping up to be uh insane level of uh jamming year i yeah i think it's great i think they're doing great i love them so much and yeah yeah that's all i have to say uh, about that yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good spot to end it. Um, so, couple of short things, just as a uh, 
little bit of a precursor. We're doing, like you said, we are doing. Did we actually say the exact date we're doing? October I don't think we 26th. did, but I, I think yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> October twenty sixth of October, five In days before they played. Yeah, before they five pl- days before the Cavs would boxed yeah. set. Um, yeah. So yeah. that's uh. So I was gonna say we're in this pre Baker or I'm sorry, post Baker's dozen pre Caswood Voxed era, which is like if Caswood Voxed is era. a huge deal in fish lore to me. I yeah, I don't know why people whatever you jaded vets need to stop it. And if you're not a jaded vet and you are complaining about <laughs> now, stop it, stop it, get some help, get some stop, get some help. <laughs> I mean, Casa Fox was really beloved. I mean, I, I almost thought about going into a whole thing in this opening segment about like going through different songs and stuff, and like, but yeah, that's too much to to get into, and like, um, you know, songs written past certain years and sci-fi soldier. We don't want to talk about it. We're, th- to get into the 2018 <laughs> stuff, though, this is a great, uh, this is a great era to get into. It's funny, actually. You mentioned the 2019, 2018 thing between the two of us. We might actually yes. flip flop on that because I do think that I'm like a super Ooh. hard stand for the 2018 era. I just mm-hmm, think it's sort mm-hmm, of. Um, mm-hmm. I think that following Baker's dozen, my theory also maybe going back to the other thing is that you know after the kind of how great that was and the donut themes and all of that stuff, it kind of came back <laughs> to just being like regular fish shows, and maybe that sort of uh, didn't translate as well for certain people. Uh, not myself, but <laughs> somehow, you know, kind of yeah. the dismount from that just made it a little bit seem like a little bit less like special. But from a musical perspective, I've always felt like 2018 is like pretty much up there. And I know this is we're already angering jaded vets with our uh, thoughts here. But now, now they're going to throw their phones out the window. And Good. That's r- fine. But before you throw your over. phone out the window and run them over, please. Send us an email on that phone to uh, <laughs> five fins mailbag. At gmail.com, P-H-I-V-E-P-H-I-N-S, mailbag at gmail.com. I always do a Ryan Rosillo impression when I'm doing the I email. I, I hope he's listening. I know he's in uh, UVM a, graduate, yes. noted fish fan. Oh, my fan. God. Uh, so, that would be the greatest. Um, Literally, Mr. Rosillo, if you're listening, that would be the pinnacle. Well, <laughs> the, second, the second pinnacle. We he all know. He would have the hottest. If he, did, if he came on our podcast, one of us would have to quit, and it would just be right, just out of respect. Yeah, just well, it would, just, it would just be me because I would be in the bathroom. I don't know. I think it'd have to be me because myself, there'd be too much. But the two of us would be too much know-it-all energy at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it would just. It would literally just be Ryan Rosillo talking about fish because we're he, gone. Yeah, it'd be like the solo part <laughs> at the beginning of his podcast where he just does himself and he's like, "Look, I heard the thing about 2022. Here's my take. I just <laughs> just go off the." Um, uh, there was a great moment. He's on Bill Simmons. This is years. This is a couple years ago. They would do like those recaps after the big like NBA Finals game, and he dropped a fish reference so hard it was amazing. <laughs> it was just oh, like God, he said that. something like he's like uh, I can't remember what it was, but something about the idea of like I was on the take faster than everybody else, and he's like, you know, it's like in college when people are like, hey man, have you heard this album Rift? And I was like, bro, do you even game hinge? And then there was the silence, <laughs> and Simmons, and he goes. And Ryan's like, you don't get that reference. And Bill's like, uh, no, I missed that one. Anyway, so Kevin Durant, you know, he just kept going. <laughs> Bro, do you even gain that? Um, Ryan Rosillo, a uh, friend of the pod, please come on if, you, if you're if you on. If we'll, we'll do anything. 
Um, except go and to if Manhattan you're Beach. Ryan Rossillo's manager, uh, please send us an, an email <laughs> at five pins mail <laughs> at the ringer. No, sorry, at, at gmail.com. Um, uh, so 2018, uh, great year. I'm a big fan of it. It's the, like we said, you mentioned the Caswood Fox thing. We got that out of the way. I wanted to do a, uh, this isn't a full sneak attack because it's me, but did you by any chance, Dan, as a half sneak attack? Oh, he gets better every time. No, how this show was ranked on fish.net compared to other shows of the year. Do you know where this one fell by any chance? Um, like out of all of them? Yeah. Mm, of 2018. This one was no, like around, oh man, they did a decent amount of shows that year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, It's definitely, it's lower than some of the Hampton shows, I would imagine. Probably lower than the New Year's shows. Like 12th, maybe cracks the top 10. This show that we are about to do is ranked third all time for 2018. Oh, it's wow. only the only shows that is behind are two that we were at 1229, 2018. We already mentioned yeah. the 1229 show, which is baby. a show you and I both remember very well and will not discuss oh, right now. Baby. And then 1230. <laughs> we do not have to, no one, ain't nobody got time for that. And then we got 1230, 2018, the next night. Those are the first two. And then oh. this night, 1026. 2018 so wow. we are not the only people who love this show and i'm just gonna go ahead and say we love this show because holy holy moly jamoli we are gonna <laughs> get into it um a bunch a lot a lot um anything else to add uh 2018 thoughts thoughts about the band going into now thoughts about diners Thoughts about <laughs> no, it's about diners. We don't have enough time for that. We don't have enough in the future. We will definitely. We already have time burned. For that. We already burned thirty minutes off air about what diners do and do not need. <laughs> don't play loud I can music go at a diner. That diners. shit is ridiculous. That's can, not a diner. If there's yeah. loud music, it's not a diner. Period. No, like too can't. loud music. You need like Never. you need James Taylor playing at a reasonable volume. That yeah. I bet the food at that place is delicious. I don't I'm even need a speaker it. at a diner. I'm I'm not. You don't even need it. Music. Like yeah, sure. Like you said, James there's gonna Taylor, be like, soft, well, you got the soft like, rock channel, you know, playing, yeah, whatever, yeah. Fine. James Taylor, you got Lion Eyes playing like very quietly in the background. That's what you need. I'm watching you, <laughs> you can't hide. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna come back. That's the 2018 train coming at you, <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to talk about. A show that's very highly rated uh, by everybody, I'm guessing. <laughs> that took place on October 26th of 2018. Please stay tuned for more Five Fins, or don't. We don't care, but email us anyway. Welcome back 
to five fins. <laughs> we made it through the break. <laughs> that was as tough for us as it was for you. Nice. No, but they're going to actually, it would be much easier for them because they have that uh, that awesome bass line that you wrote. You should cut it in right there where I say that awesome bass line that you wrote and then just go boom, doom, doom. <laughs> well, that's the beginning music. We usually have interstitial music, which can change sometimes, except when nice. I'm lazy. Which is most of the time. Uh, <laughs> the uh, I wanted to bring this up to you. Uh, uh, I was watching the uh, Riff Tracks Harry Potter. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think it's the half. What's the one? The first uh, maybe one. Maybe it's the fifth. The first movie, one with Luna yeah, Love. When Luna Lovegood comes Order in. Order of the Phoenix. Order Order of the Fishnicks. <laughs> yeah because there's uh, i wanted to bring this up to you uh there's a joke uh harry walks up to luna lovegood and she's his she she has her back to him and the camera is like focused on her bare feet as she's petting the like <laughs> nargles or what it, what is it the thing the that nargles, they see? yeah she's the, she sees nargles. Yeah. well harry has nargles i don't remember exactly what she's petting in the movie though i think she's looking for and nargles. She, yeah with her goggles and she uh and she's whatever it is, yeah, the big horse thing that she's oh, petting. Oh, um, uh, yeah, the uh, oh man, welcome the to Harry Potter cast. The Thestrals. She's petting the Thestrals. You can only see. I apologize yeah. to all of our listeners uh, who like Harry Potter, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Rift Tracks for people who don't know is the uh, extension of Mystery Science Theater, where it's like people just you know making fun of movies basically, and. Uh, and she has it back to her, and uh, and she goes, "Hi, Harry." And the uh, the backing track goes, uh, "Hi, every girl at a fish show." So, uh, <laughs> as we're focused on her bare feet, anyway, maybe that joke didn't land as hard as I wanted to, but uh, no, you know what? I, we're doing it, it anyway. Shout out to the Rift Tracks people, though. They uh, the guy I know. Um, I don't know about fish. I know the guy. Um, Oh, it's one of them a deadhead. Oh boy, not Mike Nelson. The original, the original, original host was a deadhead and definitely went to dead shows and made a lot of dead references. So they're not a million miles away from the jam band universe, but they've only made a, a couple of uh, great uh, fish jokes. But I loved the high ever girl of fish show. That, they're that was good they're not wrong Pretty about solid. that either, though. You know what I mean? Like Luna Lovegood. <laughs> that is. Uh... Luna Lovegood would be she pretty would, into yeah. 2018. Fish. Definitely, she would definitely Absolutely. be in the in the. It would have been great. She's not paying for a pavilion ticket though. She's definitely <laughs> on the lawn. She's <laughs> definitely out there with a the hula hoop, doing some magic, listening to the dead on the way to the show, and then in the yeah. Lot, Luna's you know? got Luna's Luna's got lot friends. You know what Absolutely. I mean? She's definitely got that kind of energy. She's definitely she's no she she just knows some people. She doesn't have tickets. She knows people. She has. Yeah, she's definitely doing she it. She has at least one shirt that has the lyrics to Scarlet Begonias on it. <laughs> she's got. And, um, she has three or four uh, large uh, Morning Dew Mountain Dew T-shirts that have just maybe been a, passed maybe, down. Maybe a tray is a, a tray is a Jedi sticker for her car that has <laughs> yeah, like 100 a hundred other different yes. stickers. She's got some bumper stickers. She's got the uh, you save game hench. She's mm-hmm. got a couple of them for sure. She's definitely got this going. And she's definitely a wonderful Luna would painter. be fun to rage a show with, for sure. She's probably, of all the Harry Potter characters, she's number one with a bullet for Rage of Fish show with. Hermione would be way too stuck up and like, why aren't Absolutely. they playing the melody again? Ron, actually. Uh, I don't know. Ron or Fred and George, though. That might Ron be Ron could, like, grown-up Ron's get, definitely got, like, friends with bongs, you know, and just, like, yeah. We, we he's could partying. definitely get... Probably, actually, the Weasley brothers would be, yeah, would be badass, right? for George, sure. They'd be fun. Be, 
crazy good show. They would be like, whoa, what is <laughs> this human thing good. you guys have called acid? We just use spells to make each other like go insane. But you guys like take a, like a a tablet of something. It's literally like a piece I've got of, a potion, mate. Yeah. A potion. A potion. Or I should yes, say candy. A potion. Like where they repeat the same yeah, word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're like, we have a candy. Do you like candy. candy as well? Oh, we used to take loads of candy. You won't get Hogwarts. a candy like this in the store. No, not here. Not there. We used not to eat anywhere. so much. Like that kind of thing. We used to take so many candy breaks at Hogwarts, and then we would, you know, <laughs> dip in dots for our favorite. I bet, like Fred and George, they were like, uh, they were like guys you could buy fish tapes from, like against the Taper <laughs> Network, like for, for for five pence. You know, you can get the. Uh, we have Providence Bowie. Oh yeah, we have Providence Bowie. Uh, <laughs> Can you believe he would even yeah, ask they, us uh, that? Of you could, we have they were they were sending out blanks and they were sending out blanks and postage, you know. Uh, <laughs> Just owls showing up in the band house. Hedwig, is that the nineteen? Is that <laughs> is that Boulder Theater? <laughs> uh, oh, here comes um, Arrow. Looks like he's got another Halloween show. He can barely fly. <laughs> Is that New Year's? Grab him, son. Bring him in through the window. We are here to talk about fish. <laughs> For crying out loud. As much as you might not believe and... us. <laughs> we are, uh, there's going to be an episode where we go the entire time and then we're like, you know what? We're out of time. We didn't get to the show, but thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Email us at five fins about what you think about the show. No, we're not doing that. That's not, we're, we're still, what is this episode? 14 we don't have that kind of we don't have that kind of cachet we don't have bill simmons we don't have bill simmons spotify money we gotta keep going <laughs> we have to bet with our own money <laughs> <laughs> we are here to talk about the october 26th 2018 fish show that is apparently rated the third highest show of 2018 as confirmed on the break because i was nervous about the information <laughs> that i had received and we open Boy, do we ever, with Punch You in the Eye. Oh. This is the second version out of two that they would play in 2018. This is, uh, you know, Punch You in the Eye. Uh, it is a standard opener. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I I, do love it. This is going to be an interesting uh, show, Dan. I know. Because I have a sneaking suspicion that... Just based on our conversation so far, honestly, that I might actually like it more than you. Well, so this I'm will be fun so to kind too, of possibly, but we'll see. You know how wow. high ratings usually get. Well, I don't know, so we'll see. Um, Punch you in the eye is great. It's great opener. Uh, we'll talk about this kind of so the false start. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Trey like starts playing it. And then stops, and there's no video for this, and I didn't really look it up. I don't know if, if there was a technical thing or what happened. Uh, I think you and I are both actually watching this show as it happened live on the webcast. Indeed. Too, but I don't remember what the situation here was, but he starts doing the walk kind of thing and then stops. And so the whole audience knows what's going to happen, and then they're just cheering for it. And then when they launch into it, I think it actually like makes the version better because they kind of make up for that with like jamming on the intro and uh it's uh it are, are doing a little bit more i guess on the intro a little bit um 
I like this version a lot. I I mean, punching in the eye as an opener uh, is is pretty great. There's some slight composed section hiccups, especially launching into it. The <laughs> there's a little bit of you know one of those kind of like I hit a bunch of notes and some of them are probably the right notes, but not uh, entirely. Um, but I love it a lot. Um, I'm giving out a ton of fins this. Uh, well, you got them to spare, this so show. why not, right? And I didn't go full five because of composed section issues, but I, so I docked it a tiny bit, and I went with 4.7 fins on Punch You in the Eye. What did you rank Punch Whoa. You in the Eye, my friend, my friend? All right, I guess this is the type of uh, luxury that you get when you are you know, up so many fins. Like it's just starting. To... I'm just going to warn you right now, it's just starting out, my guy. I was really into the show a lot. I, I like was, 2018 I'm a ton. feeling bad about myself now. So... Um, okay, well, I good, went good, with 4.2. You know, it's <laughs> I gave it 4.2 fins. It's a little um, the thing that I like. 4.2 is a good score out of five. Like we, you know, most of my most of <laughs> see the thing is that most of my like things, my notes and everything are thinking like, oh, Kev's not gonna like this show as much as I do because I'm the one who loves the 3.0 stuff so much lately. Um, oh boy, this is gonna be great. Um, I was yeah, going to say gonna good. it's, you know, I was ready to defend the pace of it because of how we had just listened to a 90s show. So I was thinking you would be like, you know, it's a little slower. And I was going to be like, I love slow fish. As you know, it's like my favorite thing of the fish years. Um, other than that, Paige is just on the baby grand like it's nobody's business, which is a great uh, thing that is underlooked. I feel like in the newest era of fish is how many different things uh, Trey has to play, or sorry, how many different things Paige has to play with? Um, instead yeah, of just, especially following yeah. the rig change in 2016, where he, which we talked about that going into uh, Baker's, he got a new keyboard tech who like worked with Beck, and that's why he has all these crazy, so good, he has all this crazy stuff going on. Um, um but I gave it a 4.2. Yeah, 4.2 is a great score. I think that's fair. I think I, I actually, if I'm being honest, I overrated the show, and part of it was because. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of uh, different stuff and like a lot of indie rock. I've been kind of like going through a lot of albums that came out in 2022 and and uh, like, you know, indie rock, rap, just like random stuff that I've been listening to. And so I actually had kind of drifted away from the jam band stuff, even the dead, uh, which usually it's like if I'm not listening to fish, I'm at least yeah. listening to the dead. Well, but it a was, rabbit hole. I kind of drifted. Yeah, I kind of drifted away from all of it. And so coming back to this to the pod was like you know i mean it was whatever dirty analogy you wanted to be like tantric sex or something i was like oh yes i forgot how great this feels um but uh you know i i i don't know i like i love punch you in the eyes and opener and i like the um i like the i i feel like there's actually some pretty good uh, page tray interplay at the beginning and uh you know it's pretty it's a pretty solid version it's not one of those where you kind of have to like grit your teeth through the compose section. There's some hiccups, but it's not like, Ooh boy, well, let's just pretend that didn't happen. It's not one of those. So I, that's kind of my main thing for it, honestly, you know, getting through that. So, um, our next track is Martian monster. You have been selected. You, 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 so Paige is teasing us so hard. It's like he hits the <laughs> sample and everyone's going nuts again. It's kind of the same as the first song where it's like, Okay, here it comes, and the crowd's ready, and then it's like you have been selected. You have been selected. It's like your <laughs> flight like, yeah, is I about know. to take off. Yeah, it's about to blast off, and your so yeah, um, 
It's uh, our trip is short indeed. Um, yeah, Paige is teaming, teasing us, and then I have to say, uh, I think the the funniest moment of this entire show <laughs> is their <laughs> falling into the intro just like a drunk, <laughs> just like <laughs> like it. The, the Paige thing sets it up for this. For this, like, huge, like, oh, man, they're all going to slam in, and it's going to be great. And then, like, Mike plays, and nobody else does. And he's like, shit, we're not going there. And then <laughs> it's a really funny moment. You have been selected. You have been selected. You have been selected. Once it gets going, though, uh, you know, great yeah. stuff. It's kind of slower than usual. I don't know if you picked up on yeah, that. Yeah, it, it is. A, it slow. does. It did feel a little bit slower. The jam section was great, though. That they they really went to uh, went to town on it for jamming. I wrote down uh, great Leo, and uh, it's kind of like if we're gonna do, do a Sammy, it's kind of like trays like two small pieces of bread, and then there's a lot of uh, stuff in the middle. So I wrote down it's an Italian beef. I like that's a Chicago thing. Uh, uh, <laughs> if a friend of the pod, Rob Mitchum, is listening, he'll get that. Yes. That's uh yeah, shout out, uh, fish fan, friend of the pod, uh, author of Fish Crit. Yeah, I liked Martian Monster. This is cool. I, I um, <laughs> The intro is really bad, but it's bad in a funny way. Um, and so I went with a 4.3 on Martian Monster. Wow, your ratings are higher than I. If Martian Monster is a four point three, it's probably I am gonna. This is gonna be a. This is gonna be a rough one for me. I'm gonna look bad. I want. If this is your first time listening to the show, I need you to know that when when it says in the introduction and stuff, when it says in like the description that we're mostly being effusive, it usually refers to me overrating yeah. everything. Okay. I um, knew this was gonna happen too. I knew I was coming in hot. No this, man, so super hot. So I did beat you this time though. Okay, I went with a four and a half. Um, the the jamming okay. and stuff is just too good for me to go any. I was gonna give it a five, of course, but um, went with a four and a half. <laughs> uh, worth shouting out our good friend Silent Mike. Um, that Mike, yes, he if he wears his he has a shirt. He has one of the lot shirts that is uh yeah it says your it says your trip is short right yeah and it's got stewie from got, family yeah, guy stewie. with the gr- uh, with the i'll trade my shirt for a grilled cheese thing he from has, family he has guy. definitely yeah, yeah. eaten a lot of candy um but uh and if, grilled if, cheese, if, if mike and grilled cheese absolutely and if uh if if our friend silent mike wears that shirt to uh mike turn on your camera um if he wears that <laughs> shirt to we gotta call him in. We show. are on. We yeah, we, we, we could probably to try to do it, but we're not. Uh, uh, some we'll definitely figure that out. Um, but if if that <laughs> happens, uh, if he wears that shirt at the show, uh, you can be sure that you will hear that song. So if you are a fan of that sh- uh, that song and you happen to be at a show that maybe you know we're going to, we go to most of the New Year's shows and stuff. Uh, just send us an email. At five fins mailbag, five fins at, mailbag gmail. at gmail.com. And for a small and, uh, service fee, you will yes. be able to see Martian Monster. Yep. Well, just, um, just let us know. 
and well if it's a version that's over 10 minutes the, sure. then we charge you per minute it's like one of those old yes of course <laughs> like overtime phone it's overtime <laughs> we'll uh, donate some to the water literally wheel. nobody under the age of i don't even know what understands what long distance calls remember that as a kid if the you went over a certain amount of minutes. yeah those were those were even those are even like <laughs> there's uh, jokes on a joke about that like, when we were when we like, were young. like gen z people just don't get this right there's a joke where like ross is like He's going to like screw somebody by like making a bunch of long distance calls. And I'm like, there's fucking straight up 20 year olds who don't know what long distance calling. Yep. <laughs> it was just, you couldn't do it. It was, or you, it was not as a kid. <laughs> anyway. It was super expensive. Oh um, uh, yeah, no, that, that four and a half. Yeah. That that's respectable. I, I think that um, I maybe docked it a little too much for the kind of, uh, you know, the little the flub there, in the beginning yeah but uh yeah. other than that i mean it is pretty the second, to yeah, the, the point second where s- i even noted <laughs> that it was uh an inter- i said an interesting start there a little waffle <laughs> <laughs> i just love how mike's like boom boom oh we're not no it's just like <laughs> looking at the other three guys like i thought we were i was ready I thought, okay, no, okay, I'm the dick here. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, this show is going to be incredible to, for these rankings. By the way, you mentioned if it's your first time listening. Hey, if it's your first time listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Let me explain how you're playing Five Fins, which mm-hmm. I always meant to do and forgot. Um, we rank each song one through five fins, and there is an added wrinkle in that so, for example, if I rated a song a three out of five fins, which I did not do. Which he would not do. <laughs> but if, if I rated a song a three, that, that would mean I have, would have two extra fins left over, and I could use those on any song. So I could give a song a seven the next song or any other time, later in the show, later in the year, later in 2023, 2024, <laughs> if we're still alive, anytime <laughs> I want. And so going into today's show, I had 20 fins remaining and you had 12.9 which i'm assuming you did just to make my math harder which is honestly a great strategy because i'm very (laughs) bad at math uh so um yeah so uh you just ranked that four and a half out of five fins meaning you gained an extra half of a fin oh we are on to our next track which is the third track performed this night which was axilla part one This is the second version out of three that was performed in 2018. By the way, Martian Monster, there were seven of those. This Ooh. is the fifth version. Um, wow, really, though? Yeah. Oh, Martian Monster. Okay. I was like, holy crap. Of Martian Monster. Of so, yeah, there was three Axillas, and this is the second one. I will kind of admit that my ranking here is just sort of totally just based on my own mm. love of this song. I definitely, this is probably an automatic four. It obviously yes. should be an automatic four. I went with five, which for our fin ranking system is the same, by the way, with the automatic fours, um, the fin you pick up is optional. So I would have turned it down anyway because I am uh, <laughs> filthy rich in fins with a pH. <laughs> um, I went with a uh, so I I could have get this an automatic four. It probably honestly is, but uh, you know I don't know. They don't play Axilla as often as as I would like them to. This is only the third version of this year. The three slot. Uh, you know, the third slot in a first set after like a pretty normal slash kind of maybe flubby version of Martian Monster, but charming nevertheless, is perfect. And I love this song so much. And I was going to give it an automatic four. And I was like, you know what? 
I wasn't going to pick up the extra fin anyway, so I'm going to give it a five. <laughs> I gave Axilla all five. Axilla part one. If it was Axilla part two, that has yeah. a jam appended. That would be a different thing. Axilla yeah, one, I don't care. Something. It's either an A4 or a five, and I went with a five for Axilla. What did you rank it? Well, I did the reasonable thing and gave it an auto four. Uh, uh-huh. I feel like taking such your a psychopath. I'm not, look, I am not a philanthropist like my <laughs> good co-host friend here. Uh, so I had to take the auto four. I'm taking that fin. You're taking the I'm fin. Using You're it. taking it with pride. That's fine. I am. That's It's fine. You know what? It's uh, I respect it and I have no rebuttal. Um, is there? Do you have any extraneous thoughts about the actual performance of the song? Pretty solid. I thought they did a yeah. It was just a good job. It's a. It's actually one that I think translate very well. Uh, from you know, being such an early song, I think it really does hold its weight all the way through. Fish and it's a song that is really cool to see live. And uh, you go nuts. Everyone goes nuts. Um, I wrote down in my notes, um, I wrote under Exilla, I wrote fuck yeah, and then I wrote speaking of fuck yeah. Our next track (laughs) is my second favorite fish song of all time. Roomba. And that is the track Roomba. (laughs) 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 It it, it makes a mean thing that you can sell to your uh, butcher and it cleans your floor. Our next track is Reba. This is the third version out of three that they would play in 2018. Dan, what did you rank Reba? I gave Reba some extra fins. Uh, I went with seven. Now we're talking, baby. Yeah, we're rolling. Now we're back to our old ways. Here this we is go. how it Here works. Here we go. Now uh, yep. we're back to the formula. <laughs> this is why people keep coming back. <laughs> seven fins. The composed Seven section fans, is go. actually exceptionally good for uh, 3.0 era fish. Um, yeah. No flubs, really. It's saucy. It's bossy. Uh, there's whistling. You know, it's it's, it's uh, everything. It's I love all of it, and it makes me weak at the knees. Um, there's some special stuff happening, right, during the actual jamming and everything. Trey at the 10-minute mark is just like my mind could barely contain itself. And I think the thing that makes this era, speaking of this 2022 being so good and maybe being a little bit underrated and 3.0 being underrated in general, is that the way that um, they talk to each other in the jams is so subtle compared to the yes. uh, like earlier jamming. Like, it's just... We it's so good that like we know that they're doing it because they can move jams in certain directions very easily. Uh, any one of them can steer the rudder also, which is just so cool. Um, or just play like one note and then because we were we were on the 1991 yeah. show last time and I love that show. I do. But yeah. it's like I think you mentioned that in the uh, podcast, the last one where you were like, it's like Trey having to like. um Step there's that uh there's that Simpsons episode where Homer has to go into witness protection and they're trying to train him to answer to Mr. Thompson. Your name your new name is Mr. Thompson and it's like he, they're he, they're like, you know, uh, all right, you know, it's taking you know, everybody else in the family gets it and they they they're like, Okay, how about this? If I say hello, Mr. Thompson, and stand on your foot 
will you respond to it? And he goes, hello, Mr. Thompson, and starts standing on his foot, and he turns to the guy and goes, I think he's talking to you. It's kind of like that. It's like, <laughs> it's the least subtle communication of all time. It's like, but uh, but uh, but uh, please play what I'm playing. Please play what I'm playing. And this is like, Mike can go like, I don't know, guys, what about G? And just plays one note, and Trey's like, yes. Yeah, and <laughs> sure. it's just like, zoom, not so much on Gone. not so much on Reba, but but uh, for exploratory shit. But yes, yeah, going forward, it's that's definitely. I agree with you. The the subtlety, it, even in the type one jams, actually too, like Reba, but but especially in the type two, you see it. But yeah, you you're getting so much of that sense of like they've just they've been around the block so much that he knows exactly where where to go with the, with this jam. And I I love uh, yeah I love it. <laughs> super loose when they do uh, this Reba especially it's like you know it's it's like Jordan when he came back after the the first three championships <laughs> where it's just like the you baseball. know he already knows he's the best he can just freaking he can just go for it he's uh, he played baseball a little bit he got his rocks off now he's back here to to really put it all home and that is exactly what fish does yeah okay good well so we're back to our normal ways where uh you're giving something <laughs> extra fins and I'm sitting here going yeah, I should have um, well, I, I gave know it all what five. You gave yours too. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you probably do. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I gave, uh, <laughs> I gave. <laughs> I, I was, yep. I was so ready to argue, and then I looked at the set list, and I was like, eh. <laughs> uh, you probably know. Uh, but uh, I gave Reba all five. A lot of the stuff you said uh, already, great composed stuff, especially post breakup, that can be a little bit of a dicey. I mentioned the Reba is like, you know, one of my favorite sons, but I will alt- uh, sacrifice it at the altar <laughs> if Trey screws up that, like the, some of the more complex composed parts, because I'm like, no, just don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> Look at the way <laughs> they've massacred my boy. Don't. <laughs> Or a girl, I guess. But yeah, uh, so Reba, I I, I, I love it. The uh, composed section's great. Um, I really like what tr- uh, Paige is up to in the jam, too. Uh, obviously, Trey's great, but Trey's always great. But highlighting Paige a lot, just great work on the electric keys. Um, I don't have a ton else. It's like, it's it, it's great slot for it. It works so well here. And the jam is always amazing, but this one's great. And to me, this was like a tried and true five fan. It didn't go. I didn't. I didn't feel extras were necessary for it, but I can see it. Uh, necessary. But I was like, <laughs> is it necessary <laughs> to use coconuts and chloroform? Um, is it necessary for me to scan my own ticket? <laughs> Is it necessary for me to see 34 shows? No, but they're fun, and I no. like the smell. <laughs> no, but it's my stash, and I like the shows. 
we're both in agreement though. Reba's awesome, and I went it with is. five fins, and you went with more fins, and that's that's fine. I win that's, again. Uh, it's, you <laughs> win again. You win again. <laughs> or sorry, who is it? Charlie Crockett? Is that who it is? Anyway, <laughs> our next track is dance. Mm-hmm. Bluegrass alert. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm when I get a banjo, I'm going to just make a riff. <laughs> yes. We need, because I, I, I was going to, I'm too lazy to. <laughs> <laughs> Um, our next track is My Sweet One. Um, this is the third mm-hmm. version of me, My Sweet One that was played out of three oh, in 2018. That means they I, played Reba and My Sweet One the same amount of times, which is epic ridiculous. I like insane. My Sweet One, but for for crying out loud, play Reba more often. Anyway, they were played at the same, or play them the same amount, but play them both more, maybe. I don't know, either way. Uh, my, my Sweet One. <laughs> um, uh, this one I did go automatic for. for oh, thank goodness. At first... After how the last couple have gone, I was like, man, I wonder if Kev went higher again just because he could, <laughs> just to show off. Um, I also went with an auto four. It's a beautiful song. I love it. It is well performed. Would you like the your extra thin back, sir? Uh, yeah, of course. Don't be silly. Um, I'm stingy. Um, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm a big, I'm a Wilson about this type of stuff. You know, I, uh, I. Actually, the, the, be- the beginning page or Mike, one of them is like doing this really weird thing when yeah. they're singing, and it, like it totally was that, threw was me that off. Fishman just jumping in? He does. <laughs> there's some weird harmony that I'm like, is that Fishman? <laughs> Whatever it was, I was like, what on earth is happening? <laughs> I think that's pretty much all that we uh, all need to do on uh, my sweet yeah. one. Our next track mm-hmm. is Mercury. Yeah. Why don't you first fish. tell me about Mercury so I can uh, see if my assumptions were correct? <laughs> they were. Uh, Mercury ah! scal- scales Mount Finculus for set one. I'm a genius. For this feller. I love the song Mercury. This is, I believe, the second one we've hit. Sent, and the last one we hit was the second uh, uh, podcast we ever did. I think the Pittsburgh Pete episode was the last time we talked about Mercury, uh, which is crazy. I could be wrong about that. I don't wow. think that we hit one in. We m- might have hit one in the, did we hit one in the 16th? I don't think we did. I think no. it was just that one. And so um, Mercury is definitely one of my favorite Actually, it's one of my favorite fish songs, period, and it's one of it's definitely my probably my favorite song that they've written, uh, or that I guess Tom and Trey <laughs> have written since um, since they've gotten back together. I think since two thousand nine, this is my favorite fish song. I would have to think about that a little bit longer, but uh, not too much. Um, no, as your friend, I feel like I can confirm that is probably true. That's pretty much definitely the case. Um, <laughs> I I. I love Mercury. Um, I love the song Mercury. I think that uh, one thing that I picked up on this version that I had that sort of uh, I was thinking about part of the reason I love the song so much is um, it kind of has these two great melody lines that are are amazing for Trey to uh, for Trey to mimic while he's jamming. So it has the sort of the 
Tomb of the Red Queen is painted in vermilion part, and then the net's unbreakable, so don't worry about falling. Both of those things, when he does them, yeah, and and even with the uh, yeah, with the fur, with the the Tomb of the Red Queen is painted in vermilion. He's able to kind of um, yeah, to to kind of mimic that while they're jamming in a way that doesn't seem I don't know, doesn't seem kind of cheesy or like in that kind of very uh, rock way of like. The guitar player playing the vocal melody, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Like a song. Yeah. It doesn't have that kind of like, oh, right, cool. You figured that out. Awesome. Like, there's something <laughs> about it where even, obviously, he's also soloing and doing crazy Trey shit um, during it. <clears throat> I wrote down a couple of things. Um, there's some good Sammys at the beginning of the jam, and then I wrote um, around the uh, 1250 mark, we get the major key alert. Oh my gosh, I did too. I wrote yeah. Major Key Alert. Nice. <laughs> major um, Key. And then, yeah, <laughs> Major Key. And then um, I wrote down how I think uh, being around the 15 minute mark and then kind of going forward through there, I was interested how, like, it seems like Leo kind of takes a lead with the synth and then trey starts to seem like he's kind of going for it. And then Mike kind of butts in and, like, it's kind of, it reminded me of like a football play where, like, you know, like the ball was snapped to Trey and he handed it to, yeah, exactly. He entered it. He had the ball for two seconds, but he handed it off to Mike. It was like, (laughs) there's a lot of that in this show where Trey's very willing to be deferential to the other band members, which is hilarious coming off of the 1991 show where he's like, Hey guys, look how many notes I can play, (laughs) you know? And which I also love that version of the band, but this is like the complete polar opposite of that, right? Like just him being as egalitarian as he could possibly be. section going towards 16 minutes and then uh you get that that kind of beautiful moment where kind of the it happens it in capital letters yeah that sort of the the band and the audience you know they're the the uh they hit a groove where you know the audience is just so totally locked in like the band there's going to be another one of those coming up in the second set where you can just tell that even just listening to the tape, you can get that feeling if you've been to a fish show of like what it was like in the room. I love Mercury very much, and I gave it 5.7 fins. Oh, wow. <laughs> Only 0.7 extra. Interesting. Well, I gave it a full five because, you know, I kind of feel like moving forward, if, if either of us ranks Mercury less than a five, like what are we even doing? Yeah, right? uh, fair. It really is just a great song. It was an instant classic when they released it. Or when they, sorry, when they first played it. <laughs> Speaking of which, 
Do you know, Kev, how long the very first version of Mercury was, approximately? Is this a sneak attack? Yes. Sneak attack. Ooh, God, it gets, gets better, better every, every time. time. <laughs> and it gets better every time. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say how long it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, because I, I figured you'd be able to figure out of uh, the show, like the approximate show. So I was like, It was oh, in I'm 2015. Gonna... It was yep, the see? Yep. Band Oregon show. Yeah, see, that's this is... Ladies and gentlemen, this is why that's not what I use. <laughs> well, as they my debuted sneak a bunch of stuff at that show. They also played No Men's and Shade for the first time. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> I'm just well, saying. Well, that's not something that technically, other actually, don't though, know. those aren't the ones. You were right about I mean, the. You were close with oh, No really? Men's. Um, there are one. Hold on, one, two, three songs from that show. One of them isn't No Men's, but it's also oh, just as many. Blaze On was at that show, wasn't it? No, same record though. Shit. I think uh, it's the other one that's not No Men's and No Men's Land, but it's also a long title. I've compared it to other bands. Oh, I always wanted it this way. No, the other um, one, the one that I compared to the Who. Oh, how many people are you? Indeed. And then there's another one that is, uh, you would know the song. I always forget what it's called, but you called it out one time during one of the live, uh, one of the webcasts when we were watching it. No one could figure it out. It is another name for a sword. That helps. Or maybe what you put a sword into. Scabbard? Scabbard, yeah. Scabbard, okay. And That's then there's another one, um, Heavy Rotation. I don't know if they still play that or not, though. Yeah, they did. Well, they did one in 2020. They did two in this past year. They, that one actually just came back. Come back. But anyway, uh, yes. Anyway. People, that is why uh, You wanted to know what, to, you wanted to know how change. long. Yes, because the if Mercury I just said, like, was? when did they originally play Mercury, you would have been like 2015, and I would have been like, okay, well, what month? And you would be like, <laughs> July. And I would be like, okay, well, what show? And you would be like, isn't it the Bend Oregon show? And I would be like, I can't do this anymore. It's too hard. So how they long? Didn't play shade. They didn't play Shade at that show? That's a false memory? I have a false memory. I, it's a two-night run. I bet that they played it the second night. Oh, Hold okay. On. Let me see. Cause or the first night. Let me see. First night they played Shade. Yes, okay. they played Blaze okay. On. Yes, and they yeah. played No Men's and No No Men and No Man's Land. That's see, what it was again, because, ladies and gentlemen. Well, see, I was wrong, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he says that he was show. wrong, but he was literally off by a single show on a run from 2015 <laughs> of all the years. Well, they because so. I went through all the debuts and I remembered at that point because it. Anyway, that's not important. The uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I have a lot of time on my. <laughs> <laughs> um uh how long i mean it wasn't that long because i don't think they i don't uh, mm-hmm. i mean it's it's a long song to mm-hmm. perform but they didn't mm-hmm. jam on it that much right mm-hmm. i'll go with uh i'll go with like 12 minutes you were only off by one minute that's so freaking impressive it's 11 minutes long Eleven. okay the very first one 1105 which is just ridiculous uh. that you could even come within <laughs> one minute. Jesus well, I don't Christ. even know how long it takes to get through the whole, because you have to go through the whole um, 
not get through. I, I like the part. That's how the it's The the, the whole the red, uh, green is painted. Yeah, and the whole Merm Balumina bit also. Oh, Remember yeah. in 2016, some people were complaining. There is one person was like, "Don't on, online was like, don't uh, they should just get rid of the Merm Balumina." I'm like, you don't want to play Mercury, you effing idiot. Anyway, <laughs> that's not important. Um, I didn't actually say that. I just thought it. Um, yeah, Mercury's said, great. No, Mercury's a great. Uh, <laughs> Mercury's a great 2018 song too. It really is like I think this is like one of the best years for it. Um, Five point seven. I, I I wanted to give it extra fins. I think that there actually are <laughs> better versions of it in 2018. So I was a little skeptical of uh, going so high that if we ever do one of those shows, I'm like I got to give this a hundred points to get it. Um, but I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's you great. Are, um, you're anthologic. You're anthologic with your ratings, or and I am uh, episodic. Yeah, that's that's actually true. Although I think I'm also. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, that's true. I'm. It's more just being weary <laughs> of, of stuff. You know, I'm just scared that I'm gonna be. Although I do want to do one. It'll be fun to do one if we can go back through and re-rank, like give ten songs Ooh. each for each of us to re-rank. That'd be fun, especially beginning with the early ones because we were still, you know, there were no decimal points for a while, and then. You know, it was only we were only doing halves and like, and then we didn't have the ranking. Yeah, anyway, it'll be it'll be funny to like definitely ranked a bunch of stuff threes we wouldn't rank now <laughs> because we didn't want to put it as a four, which is why which is why we changed the rankings. Mm-hmm. Our next track, uh, so Mercury. Also, by the way, uh, I like how it it kind of ends the uh, the jam chart thing uses this term, which I kind of wanted to borrow. It says it it puddles into moon age daydream <laughs> which Ooh, i like nice. that i like that description that's exactly what it does it's sort of like it's not over but it's kind of like the rain's kind of collecting the rain of mercury is collecting and it kind of becomes a rock and uh, roll moon bitch age daydream <laughs> it's not a it's not <laughs> exactly <laughs> and trey can be a rock and roll and bitch for me at any time he wants mm-hmm. moon age daydream is our next track that is a song yeah. by david bowie that was released mm-hmm. on the Album heard of that Ziggy guy. Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Oh, I've heard of that album. This is the only version that was performed in 2018. I love this track. Yeah. So much so that I was even like, yeah, I'll I give bet. it a, a sprinkle, a little extra sprinkle. I went with 5.3 fins. Yeah, see, I knew you would do that. I thought you would stop at a five, though. Um, and so <laughs> I gave it a four and a half. Just and I literally wrote it down. I wrote took off a half fin just to undercut you. So, <laughs> there's yes. that because it is you such bastard. a great cover and I love it so much. Shaking right? my fist at the sky. <laughs> it's so I, good and I love they use yeah, the echo so on Trey's voice. I don't do they still do that when they do this? Yeah, song? they. I so good. I meant to look up other versions, but I was too busy dancing to do that. So yeah. Didn't, didn't get there. <laughs> I'm a rock and roll bitch for you. Oh my god, it's so good and it's so. To me, I was the kind of thinking, <laughs> or the main thing I wrote down was, uh, you know, Trey not knowing all the lyrics does not deter him from singing the shit out of this song. <laughs> like he's he's definitely fucks up like at least three or four of the lines, and it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> <laughs> he says "big monkey bird" instead of "pink monkey bird." He says like he's there's like a few things that he gets wrong like throughout the entire song, but who 
absolutely cares what it, it, the the parallel that it reminds me of is like uh like when you hear some of those live Jimi hendrix experience recordings where like they're doing like you know a beatles song or like a cream song and and you know it's not actually like totally right like it's like super fast kind of sloppy but just like the perform the, the amount of energy like vocally and guitar wise go into it i feel like trey's kind of doing that where he's like you know where this is leading to, which is me just destroying this guitar solo. Just you don't care what I'm singing right now. I'm just I'm singing my ass up, and it's fantastic. I love it so much. I and and frankly, I kind of wish the set was just over after this. I just wish it went a little yeah, longer, and that was it. That is honestly how I almost almost feel uh, about the next song. But before the next song, do you mind if I do a quick shout out? Um, oh yeah, sure. A uh, a friend of mine whose whose music who goes under the uh name for moses also does a cover of moon age daydream that is really good it's just a ukulele but uh you can find her music on uh spotify or you can uh look her up on instagram as well but uh she does a great cover of it as well and every time that she plays it i immediately start thinking of fish as well so you know connection is there killer that's awesome. Yeah, that's a, that's a good shout out. I also thought it was funny the uh, beginning of the song. He does the "I'm an alligator" and then totally Down blows the next all. chord. But Paige <laughs> steps right in and goes da da da. And I was like, "That's <laughs> why you have a band right there, Trey. You didn't remember because it goes from for musicians out there it goes from a D major. The first chord is a D major. The second chord is F sharp major, which is a little awkward because you either wanted to go F sharp minor or a different chord. So, but you know, David Bowie, smart guy. Um, Genius. So that's a good shout out. Hopefully they get the, uh, the five fins bump, you know, that's, uh, that's what we want. That's what we're doing here. Hopefully. That'd be great. This artist will be huge in, in Finland and they'll, they'll be, they won't be able to go to the bathroom <laughs> in Finland in six years. Our next track is Walls of the Cave. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the fourth version of Walls of the Cave that was played at a five. I actually would have said if you had talk about an over wow. under, if you had given me an over under yeah. a five, I would have. I'm gonna. Five I would have hammered the over. Probably would have taken the over. Yeah, <laughs> like seven. I would have uh, been guessing. I would have yeah, been like, it's no like you got to give me at least a seven and a half. Yeah. Uh, uh, turns out five is the number. Uh, this is the fourth wow. version out of five. Okay. Um, uh, I am more. Uh, well, actually, okay. I'll go with. I'll go with this. Uh, go with this route. Uh, Dan, what did you rank Walls of the Cave? Um, I gave Walls of the Cave a four. Uh, okay. The jamming and stuff is great, but it's just, you know, it's not my favorite song. Um, and it, it unfortunately, the the beginning of the song does kind of yeah. throw me off. Uh, by the time I get to the jamming, which I every time the jam starts, I always go to myself. I'm always like, oh, man, this is so good why do I dislike the beginning of it when I know how awesome it's about to be? But for some reason, I just, I just can't do it. I don't know. Um, it is a really pretty yeah. song and the jamming was really good in this version, especially for the most part. Um, I thought that Trey and Paige did a great job throwing together some sandwiches. You know, they were, it was like bagged lunch. You know, they're throwing together, they're slapping mayo on there, throwing some ham, some cheese and throwing it right in the bag. <laughs> just not even thinking about it. It's just so smooth. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's the mayo because I'm not a big mayo fan. You know, that layer of mayo, I'm just like, ah. Um, but I gave it a four, which 
should tell anyone who is the first time listener that uh, what my kind of opinions are on Fish's music where I say I don't like a song and give it a four. So, yeah. Exactly. You ended the set with 15.7 fins, if I'm doing the math correctly. Who's that? Me? <laughs> yeah. Because you, uh, you gained a couple. You I gained. should have. I thought I had 17.8. At the end of the whole show or at the end of the first End set? of this set. Yeah, because I gain. Yeah, nope, you're right. You're right. I yeah. just can't do math. Son of a gun. Fuck. It's okay. It's okay. As long as I know the amount, fudge. I can just Fudge. Oh, <laughs> fudge. What was my number? I, 15.7. You're coming out of set one. Okay. Cool. I'm just going to edit that and <laughs> edit everything else from here. Son of a bitch. I thought I had so many things. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear what you're saying about Walls of the Cave. I. I um, I was think I I was realizing that this was going to be a topic of conversation that I'm a little bit more amenable to it than you. But like I say, after Mercury and Moon Age, I'm kind of like ready to go to set break. <laughs> and I yeah. don't know. This kind of felt like a little bit tacked on. Um, and and kind of a double closer phenomenon here. Um, you went with four regular. I went with an auto four because I feel like. Uh, walls of the cave to close a set like this the way they play it is kind of an auto four candidate it, it's okay. not really different any other time that they do it i mean yeah, yeah i mean I, I was thinking auto four but i i felt like it was almost insulting for me to say that because they do a little bit of jamming on it but yeah I mean, they I'm do jamming on it but on it's, this yeah they do jamming on it but it's um you know it's always the same i mean it's not you know it's the it's um uh actually yeah we we can talk about it a little later too because i have sort of a, a similar feeling but uh yeah i i oh that's, that's exciting that's kind of my own that's kind of my t- my take on that i um i get what you're saying too about the whole kind of being misled by the intro thing because it is uh it's just, yeah, it does, as cool as the intro is, like, I could see when you write that being like, oh, this is a cool intro to, like, an epic rock song. In, in the context of Fish Live, it feels a little, there's something off about it, where, especially if you're coming off of something so high energy like this, that it just kind of gets lost. I was thinking about the 2019 show we were at where they did the, well, My Guitar Gently Weeps. And the crowd was going nuts. And then the next track they did was this. And it just felt like yes. even though it ends up being that kind of cool energy, which is, I think, what Trey's thinking when he goes into this, it's kind of a it, it kind of starts out by giving you a bit of a buzzkill. And then you kind of have to go through that whole middle section, which is kind of like a Tom Trey song written around that time. You know what I mean? The time. Time goes past these rocks yeah. fall again and which again like I look as like a standalone thing I I'm like I like this like I like, like that I type of songwriting but it's just sort of it's kind of three different songs right it's the beginning and then there's that part yes. and then there's kind of the listen to the silent trees bit and so it kind of like you, you want to skip to the end yeah. awesome yeah every yeah. time that they say listen to the silent trees I go oh that's this song that's yeah, right exactly right 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 yeah and even I mean, knowing it, maybe even in the future me knowing it it's still just like yes you know it doesn't it doesn't quite 
It doesn't quite uh, do. I, I generally I'm more amenable to it than you, and I think in the future we'll we'll have like you know uh, more disagreement about it. And I think we have already. But for this one, yeah, I agree. It feels a little tacked on. So, uh, but we ended the first set. You ended the set with fifteen point seven fins remaining. <laughs> nice um, job, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I ended uh, this set exactly even, Steven. I came in with 20, and I ended with 20. But I'll tell you what set I won't end up even, Steven, with <laughs> is the next set coming up. <laughs> uh, so when we return, we are going to talk about set two from October 26th of 2018. That's the band Fish. You know the drill. <laughs> you know the drill. We'll be right back with more Five Fins. So I guess it's only one rainy day away So I guess it's only one rainy day away So I guess it's only one rainy day away Welcome back to Five Fins. Thanks for sticking around. We really appreciate you. You're still here, <laughs> whoever you are. <laughs> whoever you are, you can email us at fivefinsmailbag at gmail.com. That's P-H-I-V-E-P-H-I-N-S mailbag at gmail.com. Well, Dan. Yeah. We're at the second set of October 26th of 2018. Um, that's the fish performance, fish with the P-H. And... This set's really good. Yeah. It's, uh, that's my hot take. Oh, um, spicy. There's a reason that this show is ranked as highly as it is, and I think uh, the first set is actually really great, and I would say top to bottom pretty great. Uh, you know, very minor nitpicks, but set two is really amazing. And what other way can we get it started other than Tweezer? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fish song from A Picture of Nectar. Live favorite. <laughs> Big jam vehicle. What else needs to say? <laughs> What else needs to be said? This is the sixth version of Tweezer that was performed out of eight in 2018. Wow. So I have timestamps. Do you have timestamps? I have a couple. Yep. Okay. So really, it's kind of these different uh, <laughs> modes of jamming, but there's, there's also the, you know, there's there's kind of, I guess, four, depending on how you look at it, like four or five different kind of zones. The major the key zone. <laughs> major keys. And then there's uh, little moments. I wrote down um, 
One of them while the song's still going on, four minutes, is that uh, Mike Gordon comes alive. And I don't know what happened with this set break or whatever. And, like, if he got, like, an extra shot of espresso and his, like, vegan oat milk latte or whatever's going on. But my man is ready to party. <laughs> Not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> Not all, at all. Um, and I just, this, we, this set, to me is so Mike heavy. Yeah. I don't know how you felt about that. Funky but I was, Ebenezer. Uh, Mike, just unreal. And <laughs> um, around the four minute mark, uh, he just comes alive. Just I just wrote down holy cactus with three exclamation points. <laughs> that, that pretty much sums that up. Um, <laughs> you mentioned the seven to 10 minute mark. I wrote down first major key alert. Uh Trey's kind of, uh, the jam is shifting into this major key. Trey's kind of hitting these different riffs. Um, one in particular kind of insistent on it. And the jam kind of keeps going. It swells. Yes. And uh, it seems like at a certain point, it, it feels like this would logically be somewhere where it reaches a peak in a major key. But around the 10 minute mark, uh, uh-huh. led by Mike, I would uh-huh. say, depending on yeah. Yeah, depending on how you I wrote bass you want to frame it. Yeah, so there's the well around the <laughs> 10 minute mark there's like Mike is I think it's Mike and then kind it's kind of ratified by Trey. They go back into the minor key, they go back into this kind of wilderness like we're going back into it. Um deeper. And deeper. yeah, the 10 and a half minute mark Mike drops this giant bomb to kind of make sure that you know that we're headed into some crazy territory. And trigger warning. Fish. Trigger warnings. <laughs> <laughs> for their people at their own shows. Wonderful people. Spoiler alerts. <laughs> uh there's a and then yeah the uh that that kind of continues yeah through through that uh around yeah Mike drops the bomb like 10 and a half minutes through the 12 minute mark they're still kind of exploring things they're in a minor key then around the 12 minute mark there's a key change we're back to major but it's in a different key I think um and Trey begins to repeat this riff. And this is, I think, around the time where everything starts to really get amazing. Um, Trey has this repeated riff. We go into this period of the jam that feels like a little bit of a party time kind of vibe, right? With with Leo really hitting yeah. on the organ hard. Yeah, I even wrote down smells of uh, tweezer party or party tweeze. Yeah. Uh, shades of what will be the Wolfman's party, Wolfman party of uh, the 1229 2018 show that's coming up. Yes. Similar idea. They were kind of hitting different versions of this around this time, too. This was like a standard go to. Yeah, I'm sure you remember certain ones right around this time. Yes. This is, yeah. Um, I wrote down 1545 mark. Trey says, please allow me. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those where I- I've mentioned this before and then. Yeah, I guess I can just finish it out uh, seventeen around the seventeen mark. Uh, Trey begins peaking, and then uh, <laughs> it took it him that long. Keeps going. I was, I was there. Yeah. I was there way before that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and uh, 
the 1820 mark, uh, I wrote the note we've been waiting for, part one. You know how there's that <laughs> thing where you go, well, obviously this is going to be the conclusion. <laughs> and then um, I didn't mention this in the Reba Jam, and I meant to, that he does a little bit of that trilling thing with the, I don't know how else to say it, but trills, like like switching between two notes very quickly. <laughs> um, musically, look up what a trill means. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because under 18, 1850 mark, I wrote down license to trill because he's just doing that <laughs> and it's really building up the jam. And then uh, the, uh, yeah, the, I wrote down 1920 mark, the note we've been waiting for part two, <laughs> but this time it's for real. <laughs> all the way back around and then like getting toward 1945 it drops back into the funk jam which is actually still pretty cool for a bit before it it goes into the next track but um i wanted to mention yeah right around that 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 sort of from the party time bit in through uh trey kind of beginning his peak period it reminds it just uh I was thinking, I mentioned this on the podcast before, that there's nothing I love more than Trey inventing a key and then like a few <laughs> minutes in starting to solo on it as if it was always a preordained <laughs> thing. It remi- I wrote down, it reminds me of uh, Ron Burgundy where he takes the flute out of his suit and he's like, oh, what's this doing here? And then just starts playing. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you guys are playing party time? Oh, fancy. Whoa. Oh, that's interesting. Well, I happen to be very, very good at that. Who <laughs> This tweezer is absolutely nuts and in a great way. I love it. I, I, I can't get enough of it. I gave it seven fins. And it <gasps> scales Mount Finculus for set two. Well, I disagree with it scaling Mount Finculus, but I also gave it wow. seven fins. Okay. How about there that? There we go. Look at we match for go. the first time ever. Matching twinsies. Um <laughs> I yeah the I had pretty much all those timestamps the same the only ones that I the only one yeah the only ones that I had different were around the eleven minute mark uh Trey's uh, reverse loop is going and I was like this is amazing I love when he plays his reverse loop and he loves when he plays his reverse loop as we will see yeah very shortly um 
and then uh, at the 16 and a half mark, uh, the crowd goes freaking nuts because you know as yeah. anyone who's been to a show understands like you get to a point where you're just like you can feel the energy in the room has just built up and eventually it just explodes out of everybody and you just have to yell to kind of like calm down i guess would be the best way to describe it um <laughs> and so yeah uh, I also gave it yelling seven to fins. calm down the fish experience. Ex- exactly. <laughs> that is literally, I think that's the name of the Ken Burns documentary that's coming out next year. Um, <laughs> I would love a Ken Burns, the Ken Burns, uh, oh whoever does the voiceover to do a fish. Please. And then fans say that he hit a base bomb around the 1030 mark. <laughs> I wrote back home, mother, <laughs> dearest Martha. <laughs> Mr. Gordon hit a base bomb today, and I'm not sure I've fully recovered. <laughs> That's like when I called my parents after our very first show at Darien. <laughs> um, yeah, just like. And some, they were like, how was the show? And you were like, I think everything's My life now. just changed forever. <laughs> what? Yeah. Are, people Didn't you just go to, to a concert? Well, think you these things are understand. exaggerations, and they're you, not. You don't like, understand. I can't explain <laughs> What do you mean your life changed forever? You don't understand. Did you take drugs? You're well, gonna I mean, understand, but you did don't you eat know. did you eat candy? Yes, I mean I Yeah, but that's not why my life changed forever. It wasn't special. It was just normal candy. Chocolate? Barely any. Um just a nibble of literally a nibble of a tootsie roll. I shared the Reese's like you should if you're a decent human being, you should always share the Reese's. <laughs> These are facts we live by here on Five Fins. Yeah, I think, yeah, the, you're hitting on, I think I was probably a little too early with the tray, allow me. That is probably sitting around the 16th. And then there's, uh, there's yeah, there's the, all of the party time related stuff. The crowd is uh, is, is is ready to party. Especially <laughs> on the tape. Uh, the tape is uh, really, yeah. really good. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's, uh, I uh, yeah, we've. we've uh, I did all three. Shouted out like an adult. Our, our love for tape tapers before and we should do it again because it's a great one um any other extraneous thoughts we went with sevens across the board here i mean this is the longest jam of the night it's over it's uh i think it's a shade under 22 minutes so yeah plenty of tweezer to go around i mean Um, i I guess i could add um a definition in uh preparation for the next song that happens um the definition is uh entropy um, and it means to destroy brains <laughs> with massive guitar riffs and overfilled sandwiches that spill their contents onto the plate that you're eating off of. So you have to eat the rest <laughs> of it with your fingers. Um, and with that said, you know, the next Too song. much Italian beef. Exactly. And exactly. Trey's Italian, you know, it's, so. It's an it's, overfilled yeah, it sandwich. It all kind of works out. That's exactly what it um, is. Yeah, I also, actually, I was thinking one other uh, thought I had was the kind of, um, I do love the fact that it starts out in kind of a normal major key and then Mike's kind of like, well, are we sure? And then <laughs> Trey's like, yeah, I'm not sure. And it goes into the spinal thing and it does end up. Right. And I, I really actually like that middle period where they're kind of searching for things. Like I, I find that stuff really fascinating. I think if this were just sort of um, if they if they had just kind of gone into a peak on that first part, it wouldn't yeah. be as big of a deal to me. Not only because it wouldn't be as long. That's not. It's not a length thing. It's more, it's just like there's something about it where they're, when they move through like different uh, phases of jamming and different periods of jamming, it, it like you said uh, earlier, we were talking about Reba, but 
this is the one where I would point out where it's like Mike can play a note and Trey's like, yeah, minor key. That's cool. Like, <laughs> it, you know, in a way that's just so fluid and so, uh, I don't know, sometimes when people criticize the band for like, well, well, you know, anybody can do this kind of stuff. I, False. That, that's somebody who's never... This yeah. stuff, somebody who's never played in a band before, because honestly, if you just try, Jeez. even if you just sit around and try to do the improvise, forget playing songs, forget singing, forget playing in front of, uh, you know, not Matt, yeah. forget Literally playing in front of a huge audience like this, like just go ahead and try to like change keys with a band at the same time without making eye contact. That, yeah, and let me know how that goes, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> like just because you and I have tried it, a bunch of people have tried it and you know, it's really hard. Playing in a band in general, mm-hmm. let alone doing this kind of interstellar communication that they're doing. I think that this is like, you know, it's uh, it's always something like, for example, this party time thing. It's not, you know, to say it's the journey and not the destination is too big of an oversimplification. But it's kind of like, you know, if you journey to a place you've never been before, that's worth it as opposed to going to the same place over and over again. And yes. I think that they, even though they there are things that are you know this is the kind of this is a this isn't a super 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 unique jam to this time there's definitely other jams that are similar to it but that doesn't change the fact that they are actually trying to pull these strings and do these things in real time yeah they're doing this stuff in real time it's a drive across america or uh backpacking through europe instead of a yearly vacation to the outer banks there you go yeah (laughs) not like something where you kind of know the hits and you kind of yeah exactly you're they're just out there. They're just, and yeah, there's, you know, there's things you can fall back on and there's, you know, musically and this and that. But um, yeah, there it's jamming like this, I think. Is, and it go, maybe going back to even our intro segment, like they are, they can change keys on a dime. They can change tempos and rhythms in these things, like so quickly reading each other. This is like a really unique skill that takes a long time for bands to learn <laughs> and understand. And I think that does get lost with the sort of like, oh, I get it. People love Fish because they play songs for 20 minutes. Well, no, that's not true. If they played the same shit for 20 minutes, it would suck. Right. right. But it's like the fact that they, you know, and there, and there's things that you and there's other bands that I've heard. I'm not 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 goose. I'm not shading them. They're, I'm not going to no. do any more. Yeah. But and we're other, not really you know, we're talking about anybody, bands like really. bar bands. Yeah. You know, like exactly. Shitty bar bands. Like you know, that kind or, of thing. Or, yeah, or even, you just you know, like, blues bands that are like that, like stick to the same like formula. It's it's. Yeah. Fish is a musician's band, you know, where the things that they're doing, people who play instruments all the time or who are musicians, like, if even if you say to them, like, it, you know, if you talk about Fish, even if they say, like, it's not for me, they will acknowledge just how insanely difficult the things that they're doing uh, are. So, you know, it's if you like... Or at least somebody could Those be like, things. "Hey, I'm yeah. not super into the music, but like this drummer is really good." The drummer is like insane. That. You're like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, insane. That's that's kind of my mini rant on those sort of like, uh, you know, well, it. It, around the 14 minute mark, anybody could play that. It's like, yeah, get all 14 mm-hmm. minutes all the way there with three other dudes, mm-hmm. but dude, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm glad you learned a YouTube video of how to play Jimmy Hendrix <laughs> played in front of a bunch of people with three other. Guys. Anyway, our next track <laughs> is. Is uh, is the song "Golden Age"? This is a cover of the TV on the radio song from their stellar 
album Dear Science. Definitely check that out if you haven't before. Um, this is the fourth version out of four that Fish would play in the year 2018. Um, yes. They played it in 2011 as well at a show that we were at. But that show was called There it is. Okay. Dan, what did you rank Golden Age? I gave Golden Age eight fins. Um, I give it one. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I know, right? Woo-hoo. Mind you, I also had miss. Uh, I had done the math wrong on my fin count, but I don't take it back. Um, the uh, the th- it's it's a little bit slower than some of the other golden ages. I feel like it was a little uh, not not that much slower, but a little funkier um, in in fish terms. Uh, it gets to the action. Around the nine minute mark is when it like really, really gets to the action. It's not a forever song, but man, yeah. it is just so beautiful that like I could barely contain myself the entire time I was listening to it. The outro is absolutely gorgeous. It's one of those songs that um when you listen to it, you think you've gone for uh like if when when I listened to Tweezer and then this song, I was kind of like assuming they were about the same or that Golden Age might have been longer. And then you look at this song and you're yeah. like, wow, it's it's shorter. So I don't know how yeah. they do that <laughs> to my brain where they just make me feel like I've been listening to something um, for a longer time, not in even a bad way, like a great way. Um, and and uh, the, the, the part that really blows my mind in this version is uh, – two things there's a, a, a like a mini solo by mike gordon uh just before the 12 minute mark he just like does it's not even like a fill it's just like a solo for i don't know like one or two measures and it's just crazy how smoothly he just fits it into the band and also he does so many of those in this it's set nuts yeah, it's crazy and and the other thing is uh the way that john fishman can play around the loops that trey makes like he yeah like he moves you know you hear the loop and then fishman can like move where the one is within that loop that trey has set at some different tempo even possibly from before and just it's unbelievable how uh complex the rhythms that that man is putting together are and how he can control so many things happening around him by being the backbeat and always knowing where he is or always at least pretending to know where he is. And um, so just the, the the number of times that I was really blown away during this specific jam, um, I felt like I wanted to give it the edge because even though the tweezer is unbelievable, I was like, wow, that was a lot to happen in uh, less time than Tweezer was played. So, yeah, I went with eight fins.
ridiculous treatment. It's a double peak, uh, much like the Himalayas, uh, this set. <laughs> and was did this scale mount Finculus for it set did. two for yourself? It did. That's about as high okay. as it goes. Yeah, yeah. That's as high as it goes. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking it's funny when we added this wrinkle with the extra fins thing, I was like, sevens kind of become like my standard extra fins. Like I could get, get you know what I mean? Like I could Stingy. do more. Stingy. <laughs> I had the nine minute mark down as well with the kind of settling into a groove thing. Um, I like when uh, Mike switches on his like synth setting. That's a really mm-hmm. cool part of this. And, and yeah. that sort of, Th- this jam is yeah it's interesting like you say it's shorter obviously but it almost it's kind of like um the reader's digest version of the tweezer <laughs> where it's sort of like <laughs> it hits a lot of the same notes <laughs> you know but it doesn't yes. go through the whole thing it's like um the and yeah i agree with you that it's almost deceiving because it's like four or five minutes shorter but it feels almost like this a similar kind of journey i like it a lot um I gave it a five and a half. I boosted oh, it a wow. half of a pin. Oh, wow. Um, so it, are you saying wow because that's higher or lower than you think? Higher. I'm curious. Higher. You giving okay. more than cool. one Good. song uh, extra fins is like. I like 2018, man. What this can I say? Great. I like the way the band sounds. I think um, We're closing the 2019 in. show. You're only a year off. You. <laughs> well that's what i was gonna say in the 2019 show i liked it but i did have to mention like i was like trey's mm-hmm. guitar tone is like filthy through this whole show in a way that's like <laughs> sort of noticeable and i feel like 18 still has this kind of it's this period between bakers and and Kazut fox like i say that i feel like it's kind of um uh, yeah, the thing that I, I mentioned that uh, that I think uh, 1.0 uh, fans will hate is the, the comparison between 1997 and 1998, where in this in these years where I feel like 17 is kind of this huge breakthrough and important year for the band, but um, is kind of a little clean and a little bit because of Baker's Dozen, right? It's kind of uh, regimented based on the set list thing and and all of that, and it's great. I love 17. It's probably one of my favorite years, definitely one of my favorite years ever to be a fish fan. This uh, that was such an unbelievable <laughs> period, and eighteen kind of has that same vibe, but like it's a little looser. They're a little more willing to take risk with it, and I just think this is kind of my sweet spot with like maybe shows of this period is kind of that post post Baker's pre uh, yeah yeah this this slot just kind of like it's a uh, it's, it's uh, an interesting time, and I think it kind of doesn't get its moment in the sun it's, because. Uh, it's your sweet one. Do you do you call it your sweet one? <laughs> and I would buy it a you. Uh yeah, and and yeah, I just I, I I enjoy I I don't know. I think that there's like something like this um a, a golden age jam like this from like you know uh 2014 doesn't quite do it for me in the same way whereas even though this is kind of a compacted jam I'm still willing to be like, this is like above a five. Like it's above average. I'm just, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of in the bag for this, for this period of time. And that's going to continue with our next track. Swept away. Is the third track of set two, which is the song Frost. Oh, I knew that. I, I knew it wasn't swept away. I knew that. <laughs> Should we bring this up to this joke about Frost <laughs> and swept away? I think it, does it come from this show? 
it maybe it might it actually might it, I think it does I, wow. I honestly yeah. think it probably you're does you're probably right which is because um, I miss we were it. watching it live yeah. and I was like asked you what what song this was and you, when they did the um, when he says uh, sent away maybe he was sent away you were like yeah. well I didn't know what this was but now I know it was swept away and I had to be like yeah it's uh, <laughs> it's frost <laughs> <laughs> it still makes me laugh though I was like you know that's a completely reasonable uh, thing that you just uh, <laughs> conclusion you just got to, and I have to be the asshole who's like, "Yeah, you're wrong." Um, Every time I listen to it now, though, like I hear it uh, more and more, where I'm like, "Man, I was I that was I was so wrong to think that." Like. Maybe he was sent away. Um, <laughs> this is the only version of Frost played in 2018. Wow. Fish has played five versions total. This oh. is the third. Um, well. I love this song. I think oh. this song is really great. I really do. It's I don't know beautiful. what it is about it. There's a lot of songs in the Trey Tom canon that are similar to this. And I I don't, I just, I love this song. I don't know what it is about it. There's something about it that I just, I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> um, I went with a five out of five. I mean, there's wow. only one in the year. They've only played five yeah. total, so I don't really know what I'm rating it against. But like, you know, um, I I think it's really pretty. It's uh, I remember uh, hearing Tom Marshall mention that Trey wrote it sitting next to a river, and that's where there's a lot of that imagery of like uh, over uh, under ice upon the river. Be still, my heart. All that stuff, and I. I don't know. I I think it's it's just it's it's one of those songs where I feel like it's, um, it would be a, a song that another band could do really well ah. if that makes sense. Like it feels very yeah. It doesn't okay. feel yeah, no, super super fishy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't feel like it's like uh, even a song like I love say waste. But when like other people do waste, D- Dave Matthews does it. Praise be to Dave. Like, uh, but you know, there's certain songs where if it's not them singing or not them doing it, it just feels a little stilted and a little like, um, falsely modest as opposed to <laughs> when fish maybe does some of these where the, <laughs> that kind of comes through in full, uh, the modesty or this sort of, uh, almost quaintness, I guess, of these, of these types of songs, these kind of like, I don't know, I, I lumped this in with like. Yeah, waste or just one of these songs that's kind of like, you know, uh, I just reminds me of like being. It feels like a song that's like, I just picture being in the barn studio. Yeah, you know, Brian and Robert playing this kind of song with snow falling in the background. He left his stamp there to this day. I, I, I adore Frost. It really is a song that I think is underplayed and, and severely underrated, and I went with five fins. How do you feel about Frost, my friend? Well, I didn't know how underplayed it was, so I gave it an auto four just assuming it was a slow song, and I wanted to feel like the cool kid. I wanted to be like, yeah, I knew that was an auto four. Um, mm. I can't change my picks now, so 
No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, I mean, I disagree only math. because I don't think anything that's been played five times can be an auto. I yeah. Well, I know but that yeah. now, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. I mean, it's not. I leave the research yeah. to you. I just listen to the music. <laughs> but it's not. So, in other words, though, outside of that, it's not uh, one. It's not. Uh, I love it. I do love it. No, it's not like a. It's not one that like bothers me at all. Um. You're also coming in at a good time here. I think. Yeah, it is. It is a, a well, yeah. well placed. Unlike I would feel, I feel like some of the things in this. I what well, I think we might land on the same thing about like the when we were talking about walls of the cave. I think we're both gonna have a placement patrol visitation at some point. Um, uh, but I do. I do yeah, love. Maybe. I love uh, Frost. Uh, it's it's a beautiful song, but um, I needed to conserve some fins i need to save up you know i'd like to make some long distance fin calls in the future and uh so i'm trying to save up as many as i can and uh so that's why i went with a a four auto four uh yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry everybody oh no i mean you don't need to be sorry that that's fine i i I also think it's kind of one of those i just made a mistake (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I I think Frost is that th- that's fair. It's not one that I think is um, it's just one of those songs that I it kind of like. <laughs> while there are so many great things about Fish doing as many songs as they they do, it it, it leads to you know something like say this podcast <laughs> being <laughs> being it's something we can do or just being a fan it, it is funny how certain songs like this i feel like you know a lot of other songwriters if they wrote this would be like man there's one i'm gonna do that like yeah a lot. and i guess like trey solo acoustic has and like it, the band has done this a lot too but with fish it's just you know there's so many not only songs just in general competing but songs in these kind of slots Right. Competing that that something like Frost, uh, which I just think is like so. Did Trey do Frost with so the beautiful. Rescue Squad? He didn't do it when I saw him, but that it's possible that he has. He has done it those acoustic things a lot, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. That's great. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, it's just it feels a little lost in the shuffle, which is kind of sad because. It, but there's so many of these kind of heartfelt, beautiful Trey Tom songs that. You know, there's only a certain amount of spaces space you can put into a fish show, right? You know, you yeah. have jamming and you have these kind of set list placement things, which uh, certain uh, personality fans, like say you and I, <laughs> are very. <laughs> uh, you know, like it. I I do wonder, like as much as we're praising it, I'm like, if they like played this like second in the show, like in the first set, we'd be like, well, this is a little weird, <laughs> but. You know, so there, there's only a certain amount of slots that can fit in set lists, and they're and and uh, on paper it's interesting how there's two jams, and then Frost comes in. It seems like it would be too early, but it kind of fits perfectly in this set. Um, and I and I really enjoy that about it. So we're both pro Frost. Um, I'm a little hyperbolic, but I've been hyperbolic all night. I'm just I'm just in a good mood. You know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just feeling it. It's 2023, according to this people listening to this uh ready for the new year hopefully nothing horrible has happened now yeah (laughs) (laughs) nothing's gonna stand in our way now our next track is limb by limb 
Hey. This is the third version out of four that they did in 2018. Dead, 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 dead. Do the drop. Dan. What did you rank limb by um, limb? This is going to shock you. Uh, but I went it with sure uh, four. Um, okay, that's it. We need a... <gasps> yeah, there's like a gasping one. Maybe that's, I can just use that. Uh, one that yeah. I usually... Uh, I feel like I usually uh, overrank limb by limb. And this time I wanted to try to like get myself back on track. The The only reason I gave it a four is that, you know, there's a lot of really pretty stuff happening. Um, Leo really around the four minute mark. And it, it, it's just it, the way that he's playing is really beautiful. And the, the jam itself is really beautiful, but I feel like this one kind of pitters out faster than some of the 3.0 limb by limbs um, have done, especially in the more recent years where they it doesn't hit that second level it just kind of stays at the really gorgeous uh piano stuff and uh like noodling from tra- not noodling I apologize for even using that word it it just kind of it it just stays in that one vein it didn't really uh evolve the way that the especially lately I feel like the last couple of years limb by limb has taken on its its own thing even um where it, they really hone in on this uh they like you know, it, it can get dark or it can change, kind of like a light where um, it it could go anywhere, uh, limb by limb, especially now. So um, I only went with a four. It was really, it was pretty good, but I felt like in, especially even comparing to some of the other shows we've listened to recently, I felt like it wasn't as good as those. So I'm going to keep uh, that fin. And uh, yes, I went with a four. Yeah, that's pretty fair. I did five. My feeling here was that I thought it was a good placement coming out of Frost because I I just sort of thought it was sort of kind of a perfect placement. I really actually love what Trey is up to in this, and I think I'm obviously the guy who's like always talking about Trey on the pod. I've really tried to shine... Mike a lot in this set. I think Mike is incredible through the whole set. I'll just say that, especially at the Tweezer and Golden Age, but all the way through, obviously, Sand's always a good one with him and stuff. Not that we get there yet. Um, But the limb by limb, I thought Trey really began to shine through here, and I thought that there's a little bit of an unevenness with the rhythm at certain times in this that kind of keeps it from being, I think, what you're saying where it doesn't, ascend to any kind of level both jamming wise or just sort of maybe necessarily performance wise but for some reason with this jam to me it just got me there and it's funny with these with these two um i kind of had trouble with with this one uh and the next one i had trouble ranking them in some ways only because i felt like they were a little bit more you know (laughs) yeah like especially they're they're sort of they're sort of standard uh, in some ways, but in my opinion, it's sort of they're well executed enough that it doesn't feel strange for me to give this a five out of five. Like, like it's not. It, 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 I feel like the things you're saying about um, y- different performances going forward with this, or also just in 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 the post breakup, you know, the the post two thousand and nine era. There are versions that kind of exceed those, but 
they're kind of rare, right? For like limb by limb, I feel like it's something that's I might, generally pretty great. I, might I really have been like thinking the place. about. Uh, I might have been thinking about it's ice. So, well, I, there's <sighs> some that kind of stand up, but it, it's mostly like with limb by limb. To me, it's mostly kind of about like placement and performance, and those two things are pretty perfect. <laughs> it's a lot of peas in a pretty perfect <laughs> fish. Podcast performance. I already did this once bit on, once on the podcast. There's a lot of P songs and then fish performances. There's a lot of a lot of things going on. But yeah, Limb by Limb is it was one of those songs where it just it just feels like that's kind of where Limb by Limb is just one of those songs where it feels like that's kind of where it's at. And I feel like the thing that uh really sets it apart for me is like the Trey performance on this, the solo wise just feels a little bit more inspired than some of the others like the other i don't know there's not a ton of uh type one jamming on this but this feel this show but this feels like maybe the best version of that to me in some ways maybe excluding the next track which is right up there both this and the next track i I kind of in my mind were sort of like i could understand the idea of ranking them lower because they're not the best things in the show you know but they're not um I think overall, in terms of their performance, it's hard for me. I was really trying to, like, I thought about, I, I, yeah, I couldn't figure it out because you gave this a four. I thought about that, but then I was like, I don't really know what this does or what this doesn't do that a 4.7 would do. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like You went with a five, yeah. I mean, if you can, if, look, yeah. if, if you can hear the symptoms but not affect the cause, Kev. It's kind of then we are at trying to uh, heal our, a our limb by limb wound with gauze. <laughs> and then that transition, we know that Dan was not in the audience because our next track is "Sand." Well played, sir. Well played, sir. This is the seventh version out of nine that was wow. performed. Nine whole times. Eighteen. Holy crap! Imagine yeah, if I was at Yeah, just as any a heads up, there's only one other track that they played more than this in 2018 Jeez. <laughs> in this show, which is hilarious to me. And That's it's so kind absurd. of a technicality. Really, really, Sand is like the highest played. It's that kind of a technicality. We'll get to that in a minute. Anywho, <sighs> um, I did the same thing with Sand. Great version. And yep. and here's the thing. I This isn't... I gave it a five. Yep. Here's my rationale. The sand thing is like sand is so often. Um, I like how I'm like it's called five, the podcast is called Five Fins, and <laughs> I'm giving it a five, and I have to be like, look, look, look. I get it, <laughs> but I again the same thing. I was like, I wanted to go I, both of these for a while. I had slated as four and a half because I thought that that was kind of like a fair ranking, but then there was part of me was like, I don't know what a four and a half would be where it wouldn't cross into a like a especially with sand right like a six or seven you know how sand sand can kind of go compared to limb by limb definitely different right sand sand is a track that can go really really deep one one thing about this sand though is there are certain times where fish is a jam band and there are certain times where fish is just a kick-ass rock band with a crazy ass lead guitar player and this is one of those <laughs> latter <laughs> category, right? This is not a subtle, uh, you know, all the stuff we said about the subtlety and all this. And this is just Trey just <laughs> kicking ass. I don't know if you watched the um, 
Yeah, there's a, uh, you know, um, not officially endorsed, to, so I'll just say, uh, you know, look up on YouTube. There's some there's some footage of some of this stuff, and if you found this podcast, you know how to work the internet, so you're good. You got, um, yeah, you know what video we're talking about. If uh, if you yeah, but uh, there's uh, there's footage of this and uh, Trey like at the beginning of this, I don't know if you caught this. Like, there's this period where he like as the song starts, like they start playing the groove and Trey like plays a couple of notes and then he just takes both of his hands off of the guitar and just kind of stares at the audience. Like, I can't even describe it other than like I don't know, like a <laughs> defensive lineman who's about to like sack a quarterback. He's like, you don't even know what I'm about to do right now. <laughs> like it's, a, it's so it, he just gives the crowd like this menacing look. Gives like, him the Aaron Donald. Yeah. You gives don't even know. This, <laughs> yeah. Oh, this groove? You don't think I can play this? You don't think I can? You don't know what I? You don't you you don't know what it's like, Walter White or something? You have no idea how. I am the one who knocks. You know, you're like, oh my god, what's what is what the hell is about to happen with this? And then he just destroys it, and he starts playing on these like really really low notes, like the lowest notes on his guitar, just like, and he just does like these like three or four note flurries. Like, and it's, I don't know. Yeah. Again, it's like, it's just like taunting you. It's like, you, you think that's all I can do. You think I can eat, like, I can do anything I want with this guitar right now. Are you not? And it almost like, it, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> have you underestimated me kind of thing. And like, he, and it, he's like, um, it's so crazy to kind of watch that. And then in conjunction with how the music plays out really hammers this home for me i just again i i totally understand that if you rank it below a five but i gave a five minutes. Kind of like well, when there you uh, go. well there you go it's like uh <laughs> trey when he takes his hands off the guitar it's kind of like in that um that will ferrell skit what uh with the dogs for christmas songs or whatever or the dogs like the training <laughs> program but like where the audience yeah. the audience is the dogs and trey is just like oh i forgot oh, i'm gonna play you some music you're because guess what you're a fucking dog <laughs> And we just keep wagging our tails, you know. What oh I mean? yeah, definitely oh, yeah. sit on the yeah. sit on the couch. Yeah. You had a hard day at work today. <laughs> oh wait, no, I forgot you didn't. Oh, you just got done <laughs> playing two two over fifteen minute versions of songs back to back with just crazy <laughs> jams and solos. Yeah, that's fine. 
but yeah, I I had to give it a five. It I I would have felt wrong giving it less than a five. Did you have any extraneous thoughts? I mean, it's just it's just like um... no, I didn't. I I didn't really take too many notes. There's a pretty neat shift that happens around the six and a half minute mark that kind of uh, defines this version specifically of Sand. Um, and then uh, you know, a little bit of pepper on the song, and I think that's uh, what you were talking about with the with Trey with the lower notes, just kind of like teasing stuff in and you're just like oh yeah spice it up <laughs> would you like oil on your sandwich yes of course i would like some oil on my sandwich yeah. on my my hoagie or whatever they call it in jersey and new york whatever they call it in Chicago. silent mike silent mike turn on your uh, turn on your camera what do they call uh subs in new york well, we're in Chicago for the show. We need to whatever the we need oh. Rob Mitchum to weigh in. Mitchum, uh, on, uh, can you turn turn on your camera? Grinders is Ro- it grinders? Hoagies. Rob. <laughs> Rob, turn on your Rob, turn on your camera. Yeah, Rob. <laughs> uh, I've mentioned it before. The uh, uh, Jerry Springer. Come on, that's right. Come on out, Rob. <laughs> and he comes out and he's like, "I have a lot of problems for you." And the crowd's like, "Oh." oh, oh. <laughs> You think that golden age was eight fans? What? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, sand is great. It's um, yeah. I there's like I say to me, it's like there's the times when we can go. Well, here's the differences between tweezer or golden age, or we can even have a conversations about like frost, or we can talk about the mercury jam. And there's certain times where you're like, this sand is great. You know why? Because Trey fucking kicks everyone's ass out exactly. of the room and it's insane to watch um and especially a set that's been so mic heavy for trey to just kind of be like you know i'm here right like i'm good at the guitar <laughs> and stuff our next track oh. is a song called a day in the life this is a song that was recorded by the beatless in 1967 i, I believe um, it's pronounced the fucking beatles well, we've talked about them before, but just to give a recap to our listeners who don't know anything about this band, there's a uh, 60s uh, Beatles band, uh, <laughs> 60s Beatles, <laughs> 60s British band that, uh, blowing the bit already, that, uh, and they're, uh, they're an obscure 60s uh, British band. Uh, their members were James Lemon, uh, Peter McGinty, uh, Jorge <laughs> Hendrickson, and who was the last guy? Uh uh, oh, Richard Richard Starkey, Richard, uh, R- yeah, Roger Ringo, that's right. <laughs> they, uh, no, Roger, Roger, Roger Daltrey, that was the Who. You're mixing it. You're mixing it. Oh, right, um, Roger Starkey. Richard Starkey. I think he, he also by, played. He uh, Roger quarterback for the would, Dallas Cowboys at some point. He was talk talk about a multi talented guy. I mean, just seriously, to be able to even to live in those different time periods <laughs> at those ages is incredible. Um, this is the second version of two that the, they would do of Jeez. a day in the life. Uh, Dan, what did you rank uh, a day in the life? But I, I also like, by the way, like I'm sure if I was thinking like if people listen to this podcast, do they actually know that we like the Beatles? We've done this. <laughs> we've done this bit for so long. I don't think anybody we've ever actually mentioned that we love the Beatles. If, but, uh, if people uh, don't know that, though, if they don't at just this point, if you don't that, know, we yeah. like the Beatles. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't, though? It's like I've always said, if you if, if someone tells me that they don't like the Beatles, first thing I do is I call them a liar. Right. A lot of bands, you know, have moments. But if someone ever was like, you know this song and i i would just be like is it though is it 
you know. A lot of bands have moments, but it is it doesn't also happen to be the best band ever. And the moment is the entire world having the moment at the Jeez. same time. So yep. there's a lot going on. There's the it's, they they pretty much nail it. Um, and we're gonna make fish. a record though for first first podcast ever to talk about the Beatles. So congratulations! I know. Good job, that. team. So we nailed it. High five through the microphone. Clack. <laughs> um, one of my favorite fish covers might be my. It's definitely my most sought after fish cover. Uh, I would love to see this song live. Um, just because you know, the, the Paul McCartney can't play this song, so and I'm not gonna go see a seventy-something-year-old man, eighty-year-old man playing music unless you're not buying six hundred dollars Springsteen tickets. To no, watch it, I'm to not. Watch I'm, until until. Fish gets to that age, and I'm buying those tickets. Um, I'm, I know. I am not buying the tickets now. Oh God, it's coming for us, isn't it? We're it gonna is be someday. in the. We're gonna be. We're making fun of this, and then we're gonna be like, well, I only paid six fifty yeah. to see him at MSG. Yeah, it's, but uh, but we'll be right, it's so it's okay. We'll you know we'll, we'll be <laughs> correct. You know there will be. I mean, dude, Springsteen's amazing. I would love to yeah. see the guy. I guess it's his last tour. I would. He's an American songwriting legend. I would love to see the guy play. I'm not. I'm not paying a hundred dollars for every ten years he lived on Earth. <laughs> right? right. I'm not paying yeah. seven hundred dollars to see him play live. So it's not happening. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Ticketmaster yes, band, fuck your but, flex uh, pricing. So, whatever so the fuck of, it's of called. course, da- dynamic pricing. Go fuck <laughs> yeah, yourself. Yeah, Ticketmaster, you, you suck. Live Nation, uh, you suck. Even though you're anyway. the same thing. You can go. But if you want to sponsor the podcast, you can, of course, email us. That's five yeah, fins. Do it. Epic. Email us. And we'll Actually, send you, know you back a Ticketmaster, we're going to say no. Ticketmaster is the only no. Send us. Yeah, send us. If you're a one. member of the top of Ticketmaster Live Nation, send us an email just so we get your email. And then we can just yeah. crap talk you for the Spam rest it. of your life, you freaking Dox, jerks. Dox the. Uh, yes. Do- I'm Monsters. not a fan of doxing, but if I were to ever it do it, it was going to happen. This is where it needs to. <laughs> what a, I just Fuckers. don't understand how that's not literally a federal government. This is an actual scam that's being yep. perpetrated on the American public. Yeah, to the, yeah. We don't need to go into that. Dan, what did you rank? Um, Dan? <laughs> I gave A Day in the Life five out of five fins. I read that news today, and oh boy, it was about that lucky fish. That made I'll me gray. Uh, gray is a term that I use to refer to having an orgasm with my uh, pants still on. <laughs> this podcast has gone zero days without a gay for Trey reference. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really gay for Trey. I'm sorry, oh, you, boy. You, you, you gave it a ranking and I was not. Five. I went, I went four and a half. I don't have a good explanation, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can say is that I do wish this ended the set. Um, which yes. is not the day in the we life. We can agree sports, on that. I guess. We can agree on that. Yeah. Um That's not this song's fault though. That's the next song's fault. No, it's not. Yeah, you're right. Uh mm-hmm. and uh I I I don't I don't uh, you're right. I mean it's tough. <laughs> it's one of those it's like what what uh they didn't do anything wrong. I just uh, <laughs> shouldn't have been standing. I just ranked it four and a half. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Um, um, I like that you can hear uh, Trey's compression pedal turning on at one point in the beginning of the song. Did you notice that? You can like hear <laughs> he like flips on one of the pedals, kind of and you can just hear weird, it. Click. Weird shift. Yeah, there's one where where's uh yeah there's uh the other thing I was thinking that's funny um 
or yeah, them not ending with it is also weird because I was thinking they should, and this is a this is an idea I had. They should one time as an encore if they're gonna do this song, they should all walk off stage. Before that last chord hits and then hit that E chord like backstage and the lights come on and the band's not there anymore and it just rings out through the whole stadium. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. That'd be so much fun. Fish, if you're listening, that's a free idea. You can take it. Please. You don't even have to credit credit us. We'll know. Because that ending is so iconic where, and yeah, and the only uh, other thing I put about it is that kind of, I love fish doing the build-up the the atonal build-up <laughs> part is like so it's so great because they don't they can somehow do that very convincingly without having an orchestra <laughs> <laughs> what's the thing Seriously? that uh, apparently they literally they the what was it apparently they literally took the orchestra music they just found they were like they drew a note from the lowest note an instrument could play to the highest note and they were like yeah get from here to here in however long it takes you to get there and so that's what you're hearing that's why there's such a cacophony going on because they're all doing it at different times at different speeds but they know so they all know to end at a certain time and uh and i think like a bunch of the instruments also they had like tied like balloons and toys and stuff to their instruments because they thought it was going to be really funny and then it was like weird but anyway this isn't a podcast about the Beatles. People are already doing the that. The Beatles. Um, <laughs> I love it. I just, I thought. Uh, Not enough. I thought it was a bit of a cool off coming off of these other tracks, and I did dig in for that. But you know what? I'm not sorry about that because I feel like I've given out a lot of fins. <laughs> you I feel you like really, I really have. Nice. I'm proud of you. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Our next track is Possum. Mm-hmm. It closes set two. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. This is the What's sixth going version on? of what is that, that was played out of eight. We're just standing in a parking lot. Whoop, whoop. We haven't done anything anything wrong. Excuse me, sir. This is a placement patrol. We're just here to, to talk to you about <laughs> where you've decided to put things. Uh, this is like this the uh, this is a cop coming up to you at the end of the show being like, yeah. you guys are going to clear out, right? And you're like, we're still here for another you know, couple minutes, man. He's like, no, we're not. Do you know why you I guys- pulled you over? <laughs> I die. Boys, you either got to put that in a red solo cup or you got to drive your ass home. Uh, Can you make it home? <laughs> Can you make it? Remember the... I just they're not even asking that one. Days. They're just taking... That's an actual, that's an actual thing, dude. You used to be pulled over drunk and the cop would be like, yeah, that's fine. Can, Can you, you make home? it home? You're no, that shit this now? one, they just, they're just going, get out. I need to get. talk to you. <laughs> Sir? Sir, you're going to need to put your hands behind your back. I think um, they actually would ask this one if they could make it home, but it wouldn't. Yeah, it'd be like, do we have to do? They just don't want to do paperwork at this point. Then this this one, they 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 pull them over and they're like, oh man, it's the chief, dude. It's the chief. It's the chief of police. <laughs> um, this uh, yeah, this is the sixth version of eight that they played in 2018. I gave this an automatic four. As great as the show is, it both of the sets have doubled closers, right? We yes. don't need Walls of the Cave no. after Moon Age, and we don't need Possum after Day in the Life, and it's <laughs> yeah, weird. Literally. The show is so great, but like, 
what are these things doing here? Was Trey just so excited that he's just like, let's do one more, guys? That's the kind of vibe I get. Yeah. So in that way, I kind of like it because it's like fun, I guess. But um, it, yeah. 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 I went I, A4. What, what, where did you I, you, I where dipped, you at? I, went, I actually dipped below four for this one. Um, you know, I want to, first off, I want to say shout out Randy. I'm sorry I dipped below four on your favorite song. Yes, um, that's right. We I don't mean to insult you. I know how much you love the song Possum by the band Finch. Randy's favorite song. Listen to Just in the Show, and you'll hear us talk nonstop about how great <laughs> Possum is. <laughs> he loves this song as much as he loves Zach Wilson. Um, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it's a perfect true. analogy. Love at first. Uh, Zach Wilson. Love at second awesome season. Um, Jets player. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, so the, the, this okay. this song, I feel like I wouldn't I wouldn't have dipped below unless it was for the placement. Like, and the thing is, if this was even if I was at the show live, I would have probably like rolled my eyes. You know what I mean? Like, all the the second set would have been exhausting to this point if you were there live. Uh, after a Beatles song, like you don't you really don't need to go any further. You've done it. Like you've done everyone in. That's they're not going to be able yeah. to keep up with this. And you know, Trey, Especially, uh, you haven't done the encore yet. So the yeah, and and it, and it sounds like at first I thought it was sabotage, and I was like, oh, exciting! Like it's going to be sabotage. Like I know that that chord that sounds like a sabotage chord. Like cool. Um, but then it becomes possum, and you're kind of like. Because then you know it's the end of the set. There's nowhere they can go from there, really. And then if they do, it you, you know you're looking at the at your phone or the clock. Like, what time is it? And, and how long were these other songs? Were they really that short? That that possum is coming up now. But um, yeah, the the placement patrol they're they're all over this one. Um, it's just <laughs> it's just so unnecessary. It's. They got tipped off early, and they're, they're yeah, suit, they're, and, they they have the possum surrounded. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the plus, the, and the, you went with I uh, uh, went with a three point eight. Three point eight. Okie dokie. It is written down. I almost wonder okay. if it would have been um, better in the encore. Let's do a three song encore, right? Yeah. I would just take it all the way out. Yeah, because just rip off that band pretty good. Um, uh, so you are okay. Um, I think I end the set fourteen point fourteen, just fourteen. I can double check. I had I had fourteen point nine, but I'll take I could it. be wrong. <laughs> so you you moved up too, I think. If I'm if I'm doing the math right, yeah, um, I added something I wasn't supposed to. Yeah, I was trying to keep a tally as you were going. So, all right, so yeah, so I went with automatic four for possum. You went with three point eight. I believe that it leaves us at fourteen point. You you have fourteen point nine remaining, um, and uh, I have uh, seventeen. Um, and that's going to continue through you. our encore oh. because I gave both of our encore songs by Finns. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Our, our encore is Wilson and Twee Prize. Don't forget Twee Prize. I forgot it. I'll admit. First time. Forgot it. Oh, wow. Totally 
just completely just like when they started, I was like, oh, damn it. I'm going to have to admit it to Dan. So I'll admit it. I forgot it. Um, now you know how I feel. This almost is the fifth version of six it. that they did of Wilson in 2018. They did 10 versions of Twee Prize. I, I bring that up because they did, I mentioned with Tweezer, they did, that was the sixth of eight version. They did 10 versions in... Uh, of of Twee Pri of Tweezer Prize and the reason for that is that Columbia show where they did three versions of Tweezer Prize on the same show. <laughs> <laughs> so they did that was the show where they uh, they did Tweezer in the first set and then they did they opened the second set with Tweezer Prize and they brought it back twice once in the middle of the second set and once in the encore. Um, <laughs> forgot about how great that show was. Uh, definitely, maybe one will hit at the in the future. Um, I went with five for both of these. Uh, the only real note I have, Wilson's great. Trey's doing a lot of finger tapping great during volleyball. the Wilson solo. Good friend. <laughs> What's that? Friend of the, uh, He's a great volleyball, Wilson. Friend of the pod. Yeah, um, friend of the pod. He floated away at the end there. That was very sad. Yeah, it's the volleyball scene is very sad, though. I still remember. It's a hard moment as a kid. It is. Float away. Yeah. F you, Spielberg, you fucking jerk. I always remember the um, thing where he says, you wouldn't like my dentist. His name is Spalding. This makes me laugh. <laughs> anyway, so uh, 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 Wilson, I'm with the five. I like the fing- weird finger tapping stuff Trey's doing. He's like doing an Eddie Van Halen impression during the Wilson solo, which is fun. Uh, gave that a five. Twee Prize is Jeez. Twee Prize. I think I've given Twee Prize a five every single time that we've done this podcast, and I'm not going <laughs> to stop now, especially how many fins I've already given out. I don't give a shit anymore at this point. <laughs> I You mentioned me being Ebenezer Kev on the last one. This is like the – I'm like the <laughs> Ebenezer. I, you there, you there, boy. Get 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 me the biggest Christmas goose. <laughs> get me the That's biggest me encore right you can find. Get get me not the band goose, but the band fish. Get me the biggest. <laughs> 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 no more goose shade. We're gonna end up doing a goose podcast in five years. There's no we're shade. We're using the Venetian blinds. They can they can do. There's no it. shade. <laughs> no, like I say, they're 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 doing their thing. We like it. We're 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 well 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 we're. we're we're uh, fine with it, we're, people. We're okay we're with it. We're okay with we it. We don't care. Um, uh, yes. What are your rankings for the Encore, Dan? Um, well, I went with uh, an auto four for Wilson like an adult um, because I thought that's what you would do. But, you know, here I am looking like a stingy jerk right in time for the holidays. <laughs> um, and I gave... Are there no work? <laughs> yeah, I gave... <laughs> <laughs> Decrease the Finn surplus population. Are there no Halloween shows? Are there no New Year's? <laughs> are, there, are there no new? Is there no Cosmod Voxed for you, son? <laughs> so you are at fifteen point nine. Are there okay, no turtles? And, then, um, <laughs> and and for can you just add point one to something so I don't have to? <laughs> then, no, I don't. I don't because I did the math wrong. So all the rest of my stuff's all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> How about you give uh, something else just to I, bump? Well, I could, I could. I'll, I'll bump one. Uh, I originally I gave Twee Prize a four point five, thinking I was going to outrank you 
because that you would go without okay. a four, but I'm a freaking idiot, so I'll give it a fourteen point six just to make myself get to sixteen and a half. Fourteen point six? That's way too. Four point six. Four point six. Okay. Fourteen Thank point. You. I'm giving I really it all of that. the last of my fins. I don't need any of them. I don't like them anymore. <laughs> no, I will give it a four point six um, instead 4. of a four point five. Um, okay. I thought I would be beating you by giving it. Of four and a half, and uh, here I am eating uh, this wine bottle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you have fifteen point nine. So, so you had fifteen point nine going into that. Yep. So I'll give it four point six, which will add a point six. No. You should give it. A, you want to give? I'm it a 4. really. 4? I am really bad at math. No. Screw it. I'm giving it a four and a half because that's what I gave it to begin with. I'm not <laughs> okay. taking points away from it. Uh, okay, I'm that's end fine. With that's sixteen point four, and uh, I'll throw those fins to the wind in the next episode, whatever that is. <laughs> you end with sixteen. Yeah, you end with yeah. That's right, right? Yeah, you end with sixteen point four. See. See, I knew that this would all work out. I so I knew it would all work out. You end with 16.4 and I end with 17. <laughs> Cuz I ended up giving 3 away overall in this show and then um and I had 20 coming in. So you end with 16.4 and I end with 17. See? We're right there now. We're right in the same bracket. That's we'll how see it all how works out. That but changes. It won't be What's the next that? I said we'll see how quickly that changes. I don't know if it'll be the next episode though cuz one point yeah, on. so I, I should have picked a show for the next episode, but I didn't. So can we? I just um, can I just edit this in later? No, and you just react like, <laughs> like, wow, that will be fun. Um, do you want me to do like a robotic thing, or do you want me to do like a? Hold on, let me think of one. Okay, hold on. Cool. A uh, show without any songs from uh, you know the last two three albums there that have some of the best uh jam vehicles in them that's fine we can listen to david bowie i like that song that's a fine song <laughs> <laughs> yep this is uh this is the the this is the life we've chosen you know this is how this is how it goes as uh as hyman roth once said <laughs> I like I I've like got Yem. the second Hyman Roth reference I've made on the podcast. <laughs> I like even I like Yem this as much the as the next fellow. Chosen. <laughs> I'm still a boy. You know, Moma dance, <laughs> ghost. <laughs> you know, Trey playing. <laughs> they got notes, all of that Mike one. Po- Mike, <laughs> Mike playing bass notes. Trey playing guitar. Ooh ah. Mm. Mm. Got all of that one. <laughs> That's um, Fishman. <laughs> well, we're off the rails. Um, this has been great, Dan. I really love this show, and it's hilarious how you thank picked you. this. And I think I liked it more than you did, and that's that's why we do this. You know what I mean? It we just like, uh, it slowly goes yeah. to prove my point that fish has only gotten better over the years. And if you disagree, you're wrong. I'm sorry. I'm just really glad that our fin rankings are now at a, a place where, or our extra fins are at a place where <laughs> there's not such a, when we had the one where it was like, 
you had like four and I had like 22.7 or whatever. I was like, this might be going the wrong direction. <laughs> so, and I swear like too, I mean, I was definitely not uh, stingy with the fins in this one, but I was also like, I, I do really love this year. And I think that um, I'm very fond of this period, maybe more so than other people are. And I just think... Um, you know, I I think we disagree slightly on things yeah. that have happened since I mean, then. But like we talked about in the opening segment, I think we're both like, um, you know, thinking that uh, maybe the world and the and the fish community at large. I think twenty twenty three is a good year. Let's uh, let's count our blessings, you yeah. know, and kind of I mean, look at how great this band. You is. know, I think forty. This will be forty years into geez. their fish's career. Twenty twenty three. That's insane. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like this it this is. uh this 2018 for you, right, is like the uh it's the ghost of Christmas present, right? Where like 2017 ghost of Christmas <laughs> past, you're looking at it, you're like Baker's dozen, that was so much fun. Uh 2018 happens and you're going, "Oh man, like this is all so crazy. I I, I want to change. Like this is Spirit, you've shown me so much yeah. happiness. Like this is amazing. I I love it. And then I feel like 2019 is the ghost of Christmas future, and that's what scares you. But you need to understand that's the most important <laughs> ghost because it it solidifies the change inside of you. You know what I mean? And we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. It's pointing at a grave that says Trey's original guitar tone, and uh, I'm like, no, but yeah. I, but I. Look, I agree. Analog <laughs> sounds are better than digital sounds, but there's nothing we can do. <laughs> Coming out of the 91 show, one of the things I wanted to kind of highlight was how 2018, or, or, or I, I guess I should say this show in general, or, or I should say this show makes me believe that there are shows that can exceed expectations and kind of meet earlier uh versions of the band and i think when i was picking the 1.0 shows i was kind of trying to do that and i think you definitely did that with this 2018 show where it kind of um when you pick these shows that are really great and emblematic of the years and the times that they exist they do stack up i think favorably or at least equally with with shows from the past and i don't think that that's uh, hyperbolic i really think this is a top shelf fish show for any era that's that's my take. So. I think it's like you're putting on the sorting hat and the sorting hat is saying, 2019, <laughs> you could be great, you know. It's all here. It's all inside of you. And then you say, not 2019, not 2019. And it goes, not 2019, better be 2018. <laughs> okay. Fair. I don't agree. <laughs> okay. I won't cut that out, though. It won't be like the Dark Star thing where I was like, I can't use. Don't tempt. Don't you tempt me. I'm sure I could fit one in right now. It's Ladies so and gentlemen, easy. that's been a great episode of the. <laughs> um, but seriously, it, this has been like great. Dark Star. Thank uh, everyone so much. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And it is a bit that we do throughout the podcast, but it's also very real. So he says. For actual real, if you would like to email yes. us, please, 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 <laughs> wherever you are in the world, anywhere, 
If you even if you don't speak English, we can we can translate. We can figure shit out. Yeah, we have Google. We're good. And, yeah, and our um, and a friend, and some friend, and you can uh, you kind of speak Spanish ish or read it kind of right. We know someone. Someone. Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, email us at fivefinsmailbag at gmail.com. P-H-I-V-E-P-H-I-N-S mailbag at gmail.com. We will be back with more in the next month. So thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.